Hi. The Common Man and T-Bone podcast is brought to you by Care Heating and Cooling. Cold or sweaty is no way to go through life. Call my guys at Care Heating and Cooling for all your heating and cooling needs. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. And stay tuned after the podcast for special bonus content from past shows. Lizard cream is the easiest way to tell if your loved ones have turned into a shape-shifting lizard person. Bye. Welcome to the dumbest part of your day. This is Common Man and T-Bone. And I've never even heard of this. There's apparently Icelandic yogurt that they say is, oh, is you- York's head pop yeah. out. I'll eat my yogurt. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. They actually, the, the cows they get the milk from to start the yogurt process, they actually play Bjork music Natural to them. Natural cultures. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Featuring Panama Ted. Shut up, Ted! Five minute delays with Leanna Ray. You guys like Bjork? And random sounds from the internet. Yes, sir! Shavaka do! You wanna sack? The guy is drunk! Watch your profanity. Would you not eat my pants? This is Man and Bone. <laughs> Happy Friday! Welcome in. Hello, Bone. Oh, hello, man. We have a big program today. Oh, we sure do. We're back to sports today. Oh. Well, as much as we can be. Mm. And we got some big breaking sports news today. I would like to point out that I knew this deal was done yesterday. Oh, you did? Yes. You knew it? I knew it. You didn't report on it? But I don't report. Oh. The Blue Jackets, though, held off on announcing this because they knew we were doing our No Sports Allowed show. That's right. And we couldn't talk That's about right. it. That's right. And then today was the day where they said, all right, now it's time to get this out there. And then what we're going to do is we're going to go to Ex Machina in oh. Finland. We're going to talk to him. Naked. Alikia. What is her? Alikia? Huh? Alikia Boom Boom. What? <laughs> Alikia Vikander. What's her name? Al- uh, Alicia? Alicia Vikander? Lickander? I don't remember. Lick a maid? Fun dip? I have no idea. Break out your fun dip, Jackets fans. Fun dip time. Patrick Line has signed a long-term deal with the Jackets. It's a four-year contract. $34.8 million. AAV is 8.7. So it gets done. Jackets are about $6 million over the cap. We knew this would be an issue once they got Line A signed. So they have to go out and take care of some business. You know, oh, this, sure. this team is not going to look exactly the same. We knew that was going to be the case. So Goudreau comes in on a long-term deal. Patrick Laine stays on a four-year deal. A lot of people thought maybe he would get a longer-term deal than this. But from his standpoint, I think it's smart. You know, Jackets obviously shore up their roster today. Their winning window has opened a little bit sooner than we thought it was. It's there now. Yep. I'm not saying you're cup contenders next year, but you're a playoff team next year. Well, you should be. The expectation is you have to start. You have to start yes. that climb next year. We're in, rebuilding. In quite a bit of a, a push has to happen next year. You got to get to the playoffs minimum and then be really damn competitive. You know, the hope is that Patrick Line is awesome and he helps this team be awesome. From his standpoint, he signs this four-year deal. By the time this one expires, if he's awesome, he's 28 years old and then he goes out and gets the Johnny Goudreau deal. Yeah. I, I I don't blame him at all for taking this type of deal. And for the Jackets, I think this is like a total win-win here. You are going to be putting out a lot of money for two guys, right? Yeah. I mean, you're talking a combined amount of money over, what, $16, 17000000 million locked up in two players per year? But the fact that that's only going to be a four-year period of time as opposed to both of them locked up long-term, 
I, I think this is a, a good number for line A. I don't, I'm not shocked by it, right? I don't think that's something that anyone would look at and say, wow, I can't believe he got that much money. He's worth it. And, and it's going to be a very interesting line that you're now going to have between him and Johnny Hockey. Like Johnny Goudreau, Patrick Line A, name other player. That's one of the best lines in hockey already. And it's not like the Jackets have scrubs at center. It's just trying to figure out, do you want to go with like an old veteran like Boone Jenner? Do you want to let one of the younger centers kind of jump right up into the limelight? A lot of questions on how they're going to do that, but I, I'm excited to watch what they do to try to find that third guy. This is the most interesting offseason in the history of the Columbus Blue Jackets. And you know that I am a results-based guy. If they go out and they don't produce, I'll be the first one to start screaming on the radio. I can assure you of this. And I know that titles are not won in July when these contracts are done, but it does give me a warm and fuzzy feeling, and I don't get many of them. But, you know, there, there have been times where I have questioned ownership's desire to win. I've never questioned their desire to put out a, a nice product for you to go see and a great fan experience. They've done that even with bad teams. But it's nice to know that they have that commitment to win a cup. Now, will it turn out? I don't know. I hope so. But we ha- we're seeing that ownership commitment now, right? Yeah, I We can't think question so. that. Yeah, I, I feel like ownership has taken another big step here to say, we understand this fan base deserves a winner. And you can talk about brick by brick and building it the right way. You have to go out and convince guys to play in Columbus and show the rest of the league that this city can compete on any level, right? Whether it is bringing in players, whether it is the atmosphere and the, the, the culture that you have here when people come to watch this team, they see how fun it is at the arena. When other teams come in, they see how loud and crazy it is, right? All that, you have to be top-notch on all that. And it's been, I think, two out of the three have been there. It's been that third one of, are you going to go out and spend the money when a guy appears to want to be there? Right. You're going to make it happen. And they now have. They've shown not once, but twice in, in what, a week? Ten days? They've made the move necessary to spend the money and put these guys in place. Now the rest of the team has to you know, hold up their end of the bargain too, but your top line should be one of the most lethal in the NHL. Let's look at last year, last offseason as an example. You know, they spent money last offseason too. Yeah, they spent a lot of money right. on Zach Wierenski. They spent money on Boone Jenner. Nothing against those guys. I hope they are excellent for years to come. I felt those moves were, were reactionary moves. Yeah, They felt like they had to make those moves to keep their head above water because from a PR standpoint around the league, they were taking a hit, right or wrong. Yeah, This year's offseason moves feel different to me. They feel like proactive moves. They feel like we're in the driver's seat moves. And maybe they weren't fully in control because Johnny Goudreau had it in his mind that he wanted to come here. And even, you know, Yarmo said he was surprised by that. And then when they found out he was serious, they moved DEFCON 1 to make that happen. But what I feel right now is this team is actively going out and building and not just waiting around for something good to happen. They're trying to make the good things happen. As a fan, I love that. Well, think about how we all felt last year when Seth Jones walked out the door, right? I mean, it was just this time last year where we're all sitting around going, well, there you go. Another Blackhawks wish they had a time machine too, by the way. <laughs> well, they do. But you know what? At the time, we were all pretty 
broken up about that. Well, and of course, because it was the it was the domino effect. We've seen this. We were tired of it. We thought this would be a disaster if Seth Jones walked out the door. And by the way, they did too. Yes, the Blue they Jackets did, did yes, too. They, they, did. they didn't want him to leave. They wanted him to sign long term here. He didn't want to. And at that time, we thought the the quicksand was getting us. But things have turned around in a year. Now they got to go out in the ice and prove it. Yeah. Well, let's put it this way. I think good organizations and and front offices that I respect and teams that I respect, they look at their plans, they have their their desired plan of action. And then if something like Seth Jones walking out the door on you when you've said, "Hey, we want to sign you," and he doesn't want to sign here, well, they what did they build this team around previously? It was built around having a couple of really great defensemen, goaltending and defense. Yeah. And and having a couple guys who could provide offense from the, you know, blue line and then that's your core of your team. That was going to be the young core of this team, partnering those two guys up. Then that gets blown up and they say, "All right, well now we got to figure something else out because clearly we're not going to do that with Seth Jones." But if they if that deal doesn't happen last year the way it went down, then you don't have the ability to go out this year and make this type of move, I presume. So did they have some of this fall into their lap? Maybe a little bit, right? Johnny Goudreau wanted to be here, but to be fair to the front office, they made this a place that he wanted right. to go. Right, you created an environment that was attractive to him. And word got out. People got to him and said, that's a place you can go and play, and you can enjoy how you live. You're not going to be mobbed by the media constantly. Oh, and you can win. We think you can win there. That's what he thinks. I'm going to be outside his house every day. Oh, you're going to mob Goudreau. him? That's you're right, mob hiding him? in the bushes. Good. That's what we want to Let's do. Let's go, Johnny. Let's make him instantly not want to be here after he already decided to uproot his family <laughs> and come gonna, here. I'm going to leave little gifts on his front porch. You know what's acceptable? I, and I want to throw this out there for anybody in the fan base. If you decide to adopt either the look of Johnny Goudreau, which I am saying the Johnny Goudreau look is a Blue Jackets cap, massive flow outside of the caps, big head of hair coming out, mm-hmm. and then a Blue Jackets jersey, and then shorts and flip-flops. That's the Goudreau. That's what I envision because that's the only thing I've seen him wearing the Blue Jacket stuff in. That's his look. Or if you adopt the Line A, which we know is like an assassin from an 80s video game, which I also approve of where he's got like the, the purple jacket with the black uh, turtleneck. Yeah. And the, you you've know. You've got Point Blank and you've got. The Pit Vipers. Mad Max. Yeah. On the team. That's, that's right. I want, point, that's it. Point break, not point blank. What am I talking about? I don't about? know. Point blank, that too. Surfer culture is what I All I know is for. if you dress like either of those guys, acceptable. That's let's go. I don't if you want to cosplay some of the Blue Jackets players, go right ahead. This team is I, I think going to be very exciting. We do the final part of this is all figuring out how they make the salaries fit together and who has to be shipped out. Ship. We'll figure it out. They will. I'm just saying it's still that piece where if you're someone like me who wants to instantly start imagining, all right, what is this lineup going to look like and what do the lines look like? Well, you can't fully know that until we get rid of the guys that you're going to have to get rid of to make this work. But still, there's no one on this roster that if they said, all right, sorry, you can't be here. You have to go. Am I saying, oh, man, I didn't think about that? No, I. as much as it would suck to lose like a Gus Nyquist or someone like that, if you, you know, do. You know it's going to happen, though. There's right. no surprise. If you do then, oh, well, I mean, as much as I like what he is as a player, you know what, though? they were going to lose at, one of those guys anyway. You're right. And look, and look what you've got now. Look at your top line. It could be one of the best. I think it's going to be one of the best in the NHL. All right, here's what's coming up on the show today. Jeff Remmer will hop on with us at 434 to talk about this line A news. Now, 
I asked Rimmer if he wanted to come on at 3.34, and the response was, I'm at the doctor's office, but I will step out. I think, I, just, I think you just committed a HIPAA violation right there. <laughs> just, I didn't say what, what doctor it was. <laughs> Excuse me, Doc. Can you get your hand out of my ass? I have to call Common Man. That's definitely the doctor it was. That's definitely you the one. You gotta do what? Common Man calling. <laughs> so he will join he's us at 434 when he's done getting, you know, coffee checked and right. stuff like that. Singing Moon River. Yeah. Rip this coffee huh? enema out <laughs> of my... What? Okay. <laughs> I gotta get on the phone. Is that is that sponsored by Tim Hortons? Is that how that's going? This coffee enema sponsored by Tim Hortons. <laughs> Cheese it. Coffee enema with the coach. Are we doing that? No. I, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's coffee enema with the coach. Brad Larson is here. So that's Rimmer great. will join us at four thirty four. We have Degenerate T Bone at four forty eight. It is Tool of the Week Friday. Send in your Twitter tools now at Man and Bone nine seven one. Your chance to win fabulous prizes. All right, Browns had a quarterback. Kyler Murray news we didn't discuss from yesterday. We got a big show today. Stick around. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. An accident to watch out for on the roads right now. You'll find a crash on 4th Street at Nationwide Boulevard. This accident does involve injuries. Please be careful as they get things cleaned up. About a 10-minute slowdown is expected. This traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options to help the customer stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm the NRA with fan traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. Did you feel that? It's your radio getting fatter. Getting fatter. Chubby time. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Happy Friday. Tool of the Week Friday. Send in your Twitter tools now at manandbone971. Today is also the final day. The final day, it'll never come back again to get our Man and Bone World Tour t-shirts. They are $30. It is the final day. I had somebody say to me yesterday that I'll just wait to get them for my husband for a holiday gift. Well, then you well, you better you have order. to get them now. You have to order now. Because we're not bringing them back for the holidays. This is it. This is the only one. This is it. Get it now. 971thefan.com slash Man and Bone World Tour. Yeah. It ends at midnight tonight, and then that's it. That's I, I am excited to see what that does, and I'm excited to see what, what people end up doing with these shirts because <laughs> I, I'm waiting to see when people get them and then start wearing them out. And I hope you like send us pictures of you at a concert wearing our shirt because you know what you can't do at a concert. can't wear the band T-shirt to the concert. So this is your ultimate like wear this to a concert shirt because you'll never be in violation of that rule. Uh, news today, Patrick Laine agreeing to a new deal with the Blue Jackets. Four years, $34.8 million, AAV of $8.7 million. So he is locked in. Of course, Johnny Goudreau, that news came down, was it last week? Uh, yeah, yeah, last week. I feel like it was just, man, that's so crazy. It's been just last week that that happened. So Laine's locked up for four years. Johnny Goudreau, Goudreau is here. 
There's six million over the cap. They have to work that out. But you know, this is this is a good off season. I don't know what the end game is going to be, and you know that I'm Mister Results. If they're if they go out there and you know they don't live up to expectations and they're playing soft hockey, I'll be the first one to come on the radio and yell. But today, I don't know how you can't feel good as a Blue Jacket fan. Yeah, I don't know either, man. It's it's one of those days that we talked about when Johnny Goudreau signed that it was a big day for the city and for the fan base. This this is one that I think we all hoped would happen. And initially, I think we thought earlier in the offseason, this has to happen, right? They have to get Line A to sign. We asked Rimmer. I think it was our little exit interview with Rimmer. Yeah. That if Line A you know, didn't sign a long-term deal with the Blue Jackets this offseason, would he be on the opening day roster? And his answer was no. Right, I, I wouldn't think so. It was something that needed to happen. It was a huge deal. And then when you find out you're getting Johnny Hockey, you're like, you're doing the math on all this stuff, right? Johnny Hockey, Johnny Goudreau, had one of the highest point totals we've ever seen in the NHL this year. He had a fantastic year. This guy being paired up with Line A should be a combo that nets you lots of goals, lots of numbers for both those guys, and it should make whatever center is playing with them even more dynamic, right? So if you pair a young center with him, with those two, whatever. I mean, you might have a top line for the next four years, like set by the middle of this season, you might have that sorted out. But even if that's not the case, like those two guys alone change what any team is going to do against you when they try to figure out, well, who are we going to have stop these guys? They have to now game plan everything about stopping those two guys. And those are two of the guys in the NHL that even if you game plan for them, you can't stop them. So overtime games, those become suddenly line. It was great last year, right? In the extra period. He was always fantastic. The power play that should never, we should never have to talk about the power play ever again, being bad. Because this, this is exactly what you want. If you're trying to fix that, that's how you fix it. Get two guys who can put the puck in like these two. We had our No Sports Allowed show yesterday. Kyler Murray signed his extension, so we didn't get a chance to talk about that. Five years, $230.5 million. Thank God we got that point five in there. Mm-hmm. $160 million guaranteed. So they pay him. I have given my thoughts on Kyler Murray. I don't think he's proved it yet. I think he's been too injury prone. He's been inconsistent. There was no reason to do this. I don't care if he gets pissy and unfriends you on Instagram. Who the hell cares? You had two more years of control over this guy. You had two more years. Well, at least one more year. If you want to say, well, we don't want him going into that fifth fifth year on the rookie deal. Fine. You had one more year to figure out if he could put it together down the stretch and stay healthy for a full season. Instead, I think they panicked. They signed this deal. It's now he'll make $46.1 million next year. How does that stack up with the rest of the league? I shall tell you. Aaron Rodgers is going to make $50.3 million. Kyler Murray's number two now at $46.1 million. Deshaun Watson is number three at $46 million. Coincidence that Kyler Murray had that point one tacked on? Right. He wanted to be above Deshaun Watson. I'm I was, sure he he's did. He's not above Deshaun Watson when it comes to guaranteed money because no. Deshaun's getting all $230 million of his guaranteed. Yeah, but that is still a, a pretty monster deal for a guy who I want to say is right around as a quarterback, as the starting quarterback in his three years in the league, I want to say the Cardinals are right around 500 over his three years. So, I mean... 
This is a guy who every year seems to, middle of the season on, play worse than he did in the first half of the season. Now, if you want to go and look at, well, look at all the, he played a lot of games. That's fine that he played a lot of games, but he played a lot of games hurt. And good for him for fighting through it, but if performance goes down later in the season and he always seems to be dinged up at the end of the season, lots of guys in the NFL are dinged up, but they still are finding a way to get it done. He's got double-digit interceptions every single year of his career so far, which is only three, and they're low double digits, you know, 12, 12, and 10, but... I'm not saying he's garbage. No, he's not garbage. I'm, I'm just saying there was no sense of urgency to do this now. No, unless you believe that if you didn't, he would delete other social media and, like, yeah, he wouldn't right. be on his Snapchat or something. Fine. I don't know. But either way, this is a deal that, from the economics of the NFL, if you think you've got your quarterback of the future, this is the deal you... This is the type of deal you make. I question whether or not he is their quarterback of the future. I still am not sold on that. All right, I misspoke. This is not next year's salary. This is AAV over the life of the contract, okay? Because obviously Deshaun Watson's making just a million dollars next year. But over the life of his contract, he averages $46 million a season, okay? Pat Mahomes is number four on this list with $45 million. Josh Allen, he got his extension. Was it last offseason? I think that's right. Yeah, $43 yeah. Million. And That puts him fifth now. Uh, Derek Carr is at forty point four seven million. Then it's Dak Prescott, Matt Stafford, Kirk Cousins, Russell Wilson. We live in a world where Jared Goff is making thirty three point five million dollars. Wow. Carson Wentz is at thirty two million. That's what I'm saying. A lot of these deals are the remnants of teams saying, "Well, this guy's my guy, and I gotta, I gotta keep him somehow. Or we gotta bring him in," and that is. You know, the going rate for a quarterback now, a decent quarterback, is at least $30 million a year. And it's obviously significantly more if you think he's the future, like they apparently are saying they do with Kyler Murray, the Cardinals. So I, I am I am still skeptical of that. I'm in a position where I can be skeptical because I didn't have to make a decision to either sign this guy or have him, I don't know, delete more social media posts, and then suddenly you have a, a malcontent player and, and things go downhill from there. They decided, let's go ahead and get this done instead of waiting one more year. Maybe that works out for the Cardinals. Maybe they get a discount when it's all said and done. And maybe he's the greatest quarterback to ever play in the NFL. That's kind of what it has to be right now, right? He has to turn into a top five quarterback at least in the next couple years in this league. And I, he clearly is not that yet. The GOAT is the best value. Tom Brady's only making $25 million this year. Let him live. Yeah, it's cheap. What if he's the 16th highest paid quarterback in the NFL. Tom Brady. And that's how much did you say? 25? $25 million. Makes him the 16th highest paid quarterback in the league. Well, I would think Lamar Jackson is looking at this deal and saying, I'm sure he let's is. Let's go ahead and let's sit down and talk now because if this is the numbers you're throwing out for Kyler Murray, I think I'm a little bit better than him. All right, the Browns get themselves another quarterback. We'll talk about that. Plus, a hillbilly sports writer has too much time on his hands. Details next. Common Man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Still watching an accident involving injuries on 4th Street at Nationwide Boulevard. Please be careful as they get things cleaned up. Another 20-minute slowdown is expected. You'll also find some delays on 670 eastbound between Neal Avenue and I-71. Another five-minute delay over there. This traffic report is sponsored by Gusto. Gusto doesn't build robots or teach thin classes. Gusto supports the people who do with happier paydays, health insurance, hiring, you name it. Gusto does payroll benefits and so much more for people who do incredible things. Learn more at Gusto.com. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic. I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. 
She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Just be glad you aren't as stupid as these two. Oh, yes. This, this is Common Man and T-Bone. Common Man and T-Bone brought to you by Hinder Motorsports here on The Fan. Today is the final day. The final day of the Man and Bone World Tour t-shirts. So if you want it, it's up until midnight tonight. If you're a podcast listener, maybe you flipped us on at 8, 9 o'clock tonight. You got a little bit of time. 971thefan.com slash Man and Bone World Tour. And then at midnight, they are gone forever. Yeah. Gone. This is, uh, we've, we've told them we're never making them again. These particular shirts. We may do something else next year, another type of shirt or something. I like the nudist colony idea. <laughs> that was fun. Man and Bone nudist colony. I, I enjoy that idea too. I think we could do lots of things. We could have a lot of fun with that. Brownies worked out quarterbacks yesterday. Josh Rosen, your guy, came oh, away yeah. with a one year deal back in the day. Oh, I was My big. guy T Bone was carrying the water for Josh Rosen, wanted him drafted. He was the 10th overall pick. I want to think, what was that, 2018? Was it? Yeah. 2019? I was going to say, was it just that recent ago? But then I also remember 2018 seems like 12 years ago. So I don't yeah. know how to feel about that year, actually. He has been, you know, he's been one of the biggest busts of all time. Now, you can say, well, he wasn't given the right opportunities. Maybe he wasn't. But, you know, a lot of busts can look back and say, well, if I didn't blow out my knee or if my team didn't suck or my head coach wasn't stupid, that's part of being a bust. And Josh Rosen as the number 10 overall pick, is one of the biggest busts of all time. Yeah, he definitely is. And and I will say, at the time when I was, you know, thinking that he was going to be a thing, and who knows, maybe it would have worked out if he had been in a better situation. I have no idea. We We will probably never know. But I did feel like there were just a lot of people that instantly discounted the guy because he seemed to, like, not necessarily need to be the biggest star ever. And sometimes that's viewed as like a positive thing. And sometimes it's viewed as a negative thing. I remember when it happened with Trevor Lawrence where he said, hey, man, football's not first for me. All this other stuff is people kind of felt a certain oh, way about that perspective. Well, they did. Right. There were a lot of pieces that instantly came to his defenses that he's got perspective. When Josh Rosen said it, it was like, ah, oh, look, here you go. Rich playboy who doesn't want any, you know, he doesn't care about you know this, what, doesn't though? need it. He uh, he's still in this league. I know that's that's what I've always thought. He's still trying to get jobs. When people would bring that narrative up about guys who don't love football, they never go back later and go, oops, I guess we were wrong. Right, Because that guy's he, still in... You're right. He's still trying to he, make this he wants work. To do, whether it's you know stupid or not for him to keep trying, he's working out for teams. He's going... I had to remember where he played last year. Do you remember? I do not remember. He played for the Falcons. Nope. I, I forgot he was there. recollection of that. Here's his Did not stats know it. from all of last year, regular season stats. Two of 11... Two touchdowns or two interceptions. I was going to say two touchdowns. That's, two interceptions. Oh, so he threw he threw the ball twice and got picked. No, he threw the ball eleven times. Oh, I thought he completed said, two. No, okay, right. He had two completions to the other team. 
Is that what you're saying? No, he had two completions oh. to his team and then two completions <laughs> okay, right. to the other team. I forgot how football stats work for a second. Yes, of course, that's what you're saying. So he threw as many completions as interceptions. That's, Good that's times. What I, that's what I Good meant. Good times. There we go. Yeah. So Josh Rosen signs a one-year deal. Who else did they work out yesterday? Was it uh, It was uh, McCown? Was it? No, it was A.J. McCarron? A- yes, A.J. McCarron. McCarron. That's there right. Go. That's good. What is Josh McCown doing? Uh, I thought I, it was him for a second. Isn't he coaching? Uh, I know he interviewed for jobs. See, here's the thing, No, man. He, he didn't interview for jobs. The Texans were thinking of... Hi- yes, I mean, he interviewed for that job, but the Texans were legitimately, apparently, thinking of hiring him, and then they were like, wait, I something, guess we probably shouldn't do that? Something happens, and I wonder if it's for everybody else, too. Maybe not, because... You know, there is no offseason really in football, and that's what the NFL prides itself on. But when February hits, it's like I forget everything that I knew. Admittedly, small amount of information. Right. But I forget everything that I knew. I was talking to somebody yesterday who's about to have their first kid, and he's asking me questions about having a baby. Yeah. I have a five and a half year old. I'm not that far away from the baby stage. In in the grand scheme of life, you're I not. don't remember anything. He's asking me the most <laughs> basic of questions. How many times do they eat? I don't remember. How many times do they sleep? I don't remember. When do they stop wearing diapers? I don't remember. I don't remember anything. I know. And having now gone through it again, where we have now an almost three year old, where we had to relearn all that because we had forgotten it too, it was very jarring. But I, had, I had to look at you. We were talking about SEC coaches here with, in a second. I do it with every sport. The second we get out of that season, I forget everything about that season until the next season. That's I, pretty I'm much how I go. I'm looking at these SEC coach names, and I'm like, Billy Napier, who the hell? Louisiana guy? Where's he? Yeah, Florida, oh, he right? The, he's Florida guy now. I, I completely forgot. I know. I have had the same. I have that every single year when it comes to college football is where did all these coaches go? Oh, that's right. He moved over here. Now. And now we, the fun thing is now we get that with players too. So you're like, oh yeah, Spencer Rattler, Oklahoma? No. Nope. South Carolina. Well, pro football focus says. NFL. Doesn't matter. Going to be destined for the NFL. Speaking of South Carolina, a South Carolina beat writer by the name of Alan Cole has decided to start keeping track of the word count of the opening statements at SEC media days for the head coaches. Why? I don't know why. Okay. But I'm sure in That's... his life he'll claim that he's very busy. <laughs> this all stemmed from Mike Leach, who is at Mississippi State now, right? Yeah. Mike Leach coming out, not really giving an opening statement, just saying, are there any questions? Oh, great. You know or what, I'll take though? your questions or something. Good for him, because that's that's a way to do it, I feel like. Do you uh, remember one Les Miles giving his opening statement at one SEC media day? Do I remember? I would hope It's one of my favorite things ever. That has got us some of the most gem quotes of all time. That's the FIFA action. That's exactly what it is. And this is this is truly one of the gems of all of college football. Well, do you want to hear the word count? I mean, this guy works so hard. Oh, yeah. This Let's do the word count, Alan and maybe Cole. we can hear a little bit of uh, Les Miles at the end. All right. So, Clark Lee. I had to remind myself who the hell Clark Lee was. I, uh, he's the head coach. At, yes, he's the head coach okay. at Vanderbilt. His opening statement was 2,340 words. That's, okay? quite an, that's quite an essay. Yes, this guy, Alan Cole, counted. Shane Beamer... 2,185 words. Right. Kirby Smart, I got some news about him in a little bit, Hmm. 1,438 words. Then it's Sam Pittman, 1,379 words. Nick Saban, 
1,339. Mark Stoops, 1,296. Eli Drinkwitz, my guy. Yeah. 1,196. Josh Heupel, 1,147. Billy Napier, 1,131. Now we're going to jump off a cliff. Mm. Brian Harson, I'd remember who the hell he was. He's the Auburn guy. He was the guy we all thought was getting fired well, after Auburn, Auburn would like to investigate him. him. Yeah, but he's still there. Eight hundred and eighty-six words. Jimbo Fisher, four hundred ninety-three. And I got some Jimbo Fisher stuff for you. Oh. It's going to make blood shoot oh. out of my eyes. I don't think there's a guy in college football, and trust me, there is a long list of people I hate. I don't think there's a guy in college football I hate more than Jimbo Fisher. News at 11. I don't, I don't hate, at 11. What was I going to say? I know say? what you're going to say. I don't hate him as much as oh, you do. I hate him Only so much. Only because he gives us gems, but I hate him hate so him because much. then he walks away from the gems. I stop it. Brian Kelly, 343 words. I'm sure they were all in some sort of weird pseudo-Southern accent. <laughs> Lane Kiffin, 219 words. Mm. And Mike Leach, seven words. Seven words. Seven word opening statement. You know what? Good, though. Who needs it? Unless you're going to give us something really funny. Or like uh, Clark Lee, I think, was the one who said, the Vanderbilt head coach, that he was dedicated to making Vanderbilt the best football program in the country. Okay. Noble goal, but I don't think that's possible. I'm sure he is. Well, I'm not saying he's lying. No, you could say, here's a better way I'm to say that. I'm dedicated to looking like Ryan Reynolds. No, you're not. I, I, what, I hope to. No, you're not. That's not dedicated to I, In my to mind, it. I'm dedicated. No, I'm working you're, no, diligently you're every single day diligently. to look like Ryan you Reynolds. I'm sending out good thoughts and vibes. Here's what Clark Lee could say. We're working to be the best program that Vanderbilt can possibly be. We want to change the narrative on what Vanderbilt football can do. We want to rewrite the history books with what our team's going to do. We hope this team's better than any team we've ever had at Vanderbilt, and that's our goal every year is to get to that level. Do you think you can compete for national championships? Like I said, we want to change the narrative. That's what I would be doing if I'm Clark Lee, not saying we're going to go win NCAA, those two NCAA championships. Uh, Kirby Smart, like I said, Georgia head coach. Yeah. Gets a new 10-year, $112.5 million deal. He is now the highest paid coach in the country. Remember, though, we need salary caps on NIL. Yeah, Remember right. That. God, that's the problem. That It really is, isn't it? It's like the same thing they do when they're like, I don't know. I think the problem with the McDonald's cost of fries is all the people making $15 an hour. It's like, what about the guys at the corporate office making $50 million for getting fired? Maybe we look at that first. Let's look at the cost of the coaches before we start punishing the workers. How about that? All right. What do you want to do next? I don't know. Oh, we got Pitt. Pitt coach Pat oh. Narduzzi should be drug tested. Mm, we'll right. tell you why coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Still watching that accident on 4th Street at Nationwide Boulevard. It is taking quite some time to get this clear. It does involve injuries. Please be careful over here. You'll also find some slow traffic on 71 northbound between 670 and 11th Avenue. Plan on backups there as well. This traffic report is sponsored by Staples Store. Staples has what you need for school at prices that won't hold you back. Now Crayola 10-count markers and 12-count color pencils are just 99 cents each. And Staples 1-subject notebooks are just 35 cents each. In-store only. Offer ends on August 27th. Limit 30. Don't send your kids back to school. Send them forward at Staples. Only an array with fan traffic. Oh, hello! I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. 
She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. The show that will tickle you stupid. This is Man and Bone. Tool of the week is coming up at 534. Send in your Twitter tools now. At Man and Bone 971, your chance to win fabulous prizes. Big Jackets news today. Patrick Line signs a deal. Four years, $34.8 million. Mm. We will talk to Rimmer about it coming up at 434. Uh, Piet, head coach, Pat Narduzzi. Yes. You know, we had the uh, the SEC media days. We got the Big Ten media days coming up. The ACC has their media days. That started yesterday, but don't call it media days. They call it the ACC kickoff. Oh, the ACC kickoff. Yeah. All right. They got to be different. Good to know. We got to call it that. They're definitely not dying as a conference or anything. Well, they no, they're not, man. Problems. And Pat Narduzzi wants you to know that he can walk right into the Big Ten and win it. Oh, good. I, look, I know you want to prop up your program and you want to prop up your conference, but saying stuff like this is stupid. Especially when you consider that the Pitt program over the last four decades has a winning percentage of 35% over Big Ten teams. <laughs> right. Okay, but they played Michigan State in the bowl game. What was it, the Peach Bowl? Sure. Sounds right. And if you remember, Kenny Pickett sat out that game. And mm. so they're going with their backup quarterback against Michigan State. They jumped out to, I think it was a 21-10 to 10 lead. And a lot of people said, oh, look at Pitt. Look at them. And then look at Sparty. Right. But then Sparty rallied and they won the game, I think by 10, when it was all said and done. But for a time, for a time, Pitt was winning the game with their backup quarterback. Yeah. Because that never happens, by the way, that no. you have to rely on your backup quarterback to win you a game. Pat Mar- Narduzzi made it sound like, we just got to make a wish kid, put him at quarterback, and that was the end of that. <laughs> and no, it's a guy they recruited. He was on scholarship. And yes, he's not your ideal. You'd rather have Kenny Pickett out there. Maybe they win that game if Kenny Pickett's out there, but... We won't know that. We do know they lost this game. Well, that, that Big we Ten team that you think you can beat every single year won a national championship with a third-string quarterback, so kiss my ass. That's Here's right. what Pat Narduzzi had to say. You talk about the Big Ten and the SEC and the ACC. If that's one of the best Big Ten teams, talking about Michigan State, let's go to the Big Ten and win it every year. I don't want to hear about this Big Ten dominance and SEC dominance. You hear all these things during the summer about the power twos and all this stuff. We'll just start there. You know, we play some darn good football here in the ACC, and I think people forget about it. I've coached in the Big Ten for eight years, so I know it. I feel very confident, and again, it's not being arrogant. It's just kind of knowing the landscape and knowing what we played against in the Peach Bowl. That's just confidence. That's no disrespect to the Big Ten or Michigan State. It's just about Pitt and about what the ACC is. I think ACC football's really, really good, and that's really the comment there I was trying to get across. Mm. You want to have a conversation about Michigan State being overrated and there's no way they should pay their coach $95 million? Pat, I'll have that conversation with you. But winning one game, or not even winning, 
Winning one half of football against Michigan State convinces you you can walk into the Big Ten and win every year? You're out of your damn mind. Well, I also like how he kind of throws it out there like, hey, if that's one of the best teams in the Big Ten, I mean, I don't know. How, how would I know if Michigan State's any good or not? It's not like I coached there for seven years or anything. It's not like I've been on that campus, have a very good understanding of what the Big Ten is. I'm sure this goes very well in Pitt, and everybody in the ACC land is like, yeah, that's right. Yeah. You tell them. We may get 45,000 people at our game this year. Yeah, go ahead. Enjoy that, right? But I don't think there's any... The ratings bear this out. The The people watching this and paying attention to this sport bear it out. Outside of Clemson, I'm going to say Florida State sometimes, and I guess Miami if they ever show up, like, what football program that you have there draws eyeballs in 2022? It ain't Pitt, right? It's not a lot of those other schools. And I'm being generous in saying that Florida State does, and that's all based on legacy. That's not based on what you're doing now. Same for Miami. You guys haven't done anything of note. Those schools aren't drawing eyeballs. Right. So maybe it's Clemson, and now, that's it. his response would be, I'm not talking about eyeballs. I'm talking about on the field. And Pat, I understand where you're coming uh, from, man. You're yeah. a football coach, but what do we hear from these coaches all the time? Is that it's not just a game. I'm here to teach people about life. Help sure. them become men and mature. Well, Pat, if you truly believe all this musical chairs going on is about competitiveness on the field, then you're dumber than every player on your roster. You know it's not about what goes on on the field, Pat. Well, that's what I'm right. Like this whole argument he's making, like we could be in the Big Ten. A, you couldn't. Like you could not. Ha well, I'll take this back. If Pitt could be in the Big Ten, I mean, we know that schools like Purdue have existed in the Big Ten for years. Yes, of course. There's, there's. You could be a bottom feeder in any conference. What does that have to do with anything? What does that prove? You could be in the SEC tomorrow. Kick Vanderbilt not out. We and can jump be right in the in. Big Ten. He says we could win that's, the Big see, that's, Ten. That's what I'm. That's so different than just we could be competitive or we could be a Big Ten school. No, you could not win in the Big Ten. Not currently. What, would you get different coaches? Are you saying you would get out of the way and let someone who could coach get in there and recruit in a different way? Because there's no way what you're doing at Pitt right now would be able to compete in the Big Ten year in, year out. But again. That's not the argument about why college football is realigning. It's realigning for eyeballs and money, and Pitt does not bring that in. I'm sorry. Also, Michigan State should not be your benchmark. Well, that's what I'm saying, too. This, him picking and be like, hey, Michigan State, if that's who the best teams are, well, I think we can hang with anybody. You know damn well Michigan State, that is an overpayment for their Pat, coach. You, want to pay you know they are not going to be that good every single year. They are going to win eight or nine games most years. That's who they are. And you're going to sit there and say, if that's a premier program, it's not. You know it's not. That's why you left for Pitt. Play the Buckeyes every year. See how you do. I'll schedule it now. No, their, their base Let's is, do it. Their idea of the Big Ten is underachieving Penn State and Michigan State. Okay. Great. Enjoy. Have fun with that. That's the, yes, that's the part of the Big Ten that does, I mean, yes, those are some of the bigger programs in the Big Ten have had a lot of success. And if you go look at when they had those successes and who was coaching them, it's a lot different than what's going on now. But and they sure. lose those games, though. <laughs> yes, the and then they get into those championship and big time games, and then they lose. And Pitt loses to them. Right? It's it's very stupid. All right, Jimbo Fisher.
I don't think there's anybody in college football that I hate more than Jimbo Fisher. Breaking news. I'll tell you about it next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident on the right shoulder of 270 eastbound after US 23 north side. It is causing some delays over here. Plan about a 15-minute slowdown as they get things cleaned up. You'll also find delays on Route 315 southbound between 3rd Avenue and I-70. Traffic is slow there as well. This traffic report is sponsored by eBay Motors. Getting stuck in traffic is part of owning a car. Getting stuck because you don't have the right parts doesn't have to be. That's because eBay Motors has all the right parts at the right prices. 122 million of them. So keep moving and moving in style at ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for care, heating, and cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. Don't worry. We don't get bones and allergies either. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Our guy Jeff Rimmer will join us at 434. He's at the proctologist, but he's going to step out and he's going to talk to us. Mm. Big Jackets news today. Patrick Line. Agreeing to a four-year, $34.8 million deal. AAV is 8.7. As you heard the big daddy say, Jackets now about $6 million over the cap. they got to clear that out. But good news today, the deal gets done. We'll talk to Rimmer at 434. Degenerate T-Bone at 448. Tool of the week in the 5 o'clock hour. Send in your Twitter tools now. At Man and Bone 971 your chance to win fabulous prizes. If you missed yesterday's show, Our second annual No Sports Allowed, three full hours, no sports allowed. Please go check it out on the podcast feed, wherever you get your audio. Google, Spotify, Apple, just search Common Man and T-Bone, you'll see it pop up. Click! Subscribe, and it'll come right to your device, free of charge. Jimbo Fisher. Breaking news, I hate a lot of people. Yeah. I understand why, though, because there's a lot of dumb people in the world. Well, once upon a time, I had a, a genius radio boss who said to me, you know what, don't use the word hate. Oh, yeah, don't people. say hate. Don't say hate. That person's not working anymore, and I'm still sitting here. I hate Jimbo Fisher. I hate Dabo Swinney. I hate Nick Saban. Now, I can respect Nick Saban, which I do. I respect his greatness, but I hate him as a person. I respect Urban Meyer. Kind of hate him as a person. I don't actually respect Urban Meyer, but fine. I'll take your point. I respect him as a coach. Oh, okay. That's different. That's what I mean. Uh, I, I'm, I'm thankful that he came respect, here and won yeah, a national I, championship. Well, all, right, all that. That's fine. I got your point. But Jimbo Fisher. So Nick Saban comes out. Backstory. You've probably heard it. I'm going to tell you anyway. And says, Jimbo Fisher. Yeah, they're just, they're just buying people at Texas A&M. It's easy to recruit when you're just buying people. Him and Deion Sanders, we don't do that here at Alabama. Mm-hmm. So Jimbo did not like this. Held a press conference. Called called a press conference, right? Like It wasn't like yeah, it was no, previously it scheduled. scheduled. He, he was like, everybody, 10 a.m., get here, yes. let's go. Held a press conference, and I'll tell you what, you think you know Nick Saban, I'll tell you what, he, you don't know how the sausage is made. There's stuff going down in Alabama, you have no idea. This guy's not a moral head coach. I don't respect him, I hate him. Yeah, I mean, it was, 
I remember the day when that press conference happened just a few weeks ago because everyone pointed to, whoo, can't wait for the SEC media days when Jimbo takes the podium. Can't wait for that matchup when they play in the fall. This is going to be a lot of fun to watch those two because there are going to be some fireworks. There was no pulling punches from Jimbo Fisher and Nick Saban. I've rarely seen him like this where he was sort of backed into a corner and said, whoa, I'm sorry I started all of this. I mean, he came out like a feral cat did Jimbo Fisher. Yeah. Backed into a corner and he came out swinging and clawing and biting and everything you would think when someone says that's wrong and I don't agree with you. So I thought that that seems pretty clear where he stands on everything. And you and I wanted him to go further because well, sure, he, he, kept names, al- he kept alluding to all of the secrets and rule breaking, but never really said anything. So I, lay it oh, out there. I can tell you. Well, then tell us, Jimbo. Well, and there were so many people who wrote pieces after that saying, like, this is a big day for college football. Jimbo Fisher threw this out there. What will come of these allegations? What? Who's going to dig in and find this? If it's out there to be found, it will be found. And and then and then now it's just nothing. All right. So SEC media days, Jimbo's taking the podium. I'm assuming the fireworks are going to continue. Why wouldn't it? You get your popcorn ready for this yeah. moment. So the first thing he's asked is, "Hey, you and Saban, have you spoken to each other?" He says, "We saw each other at the SEC meetings in Destin. I think it was a couple weeks ago." I have great respect for Nick. Have a great friendship with Nick. I respect him very much. And we all learn from different circumstances in which we have. And I have no ill will, Mm. no anything to him. Mm. I have great respect when he coached and done a lot of great things together. We're from the same part of the country. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But we never talked that way. We never called and talked and did anything. We're just like we always were. So he says they didn't talk on the phone beforehand. They just met there and... Everything was fine, like it always was. Even though they had at the they had the seating chart of this meeting, and they showed how like Jimbo was seated way over here, and Nick Saban was seated way over there, and they had like people in between them to make sure they were not close to each well, other. Apparently, it didn't matter because it was just a big you know hug fest anyway. Yeah, you know, these guys these guys talk about you know acting like a man and being tough and being brave. The reality is, you put them face to face, and they sort of morph back into children. Where it's like, oh, I'm, I, oh, hey, did we have a beef? I don't know. It's uncomfortable. Well, you know, you know why that is, because both. Well, I don't know about Nick Saban necessarily, although apparently it is because he even does it. Both of these guys look at their bank accounts and go, eh, it's not worth it. Look at how much money we're all making. Why? It's not worth it to stay mad in the public. Now, I might go home and just have a voodoo doll that I poke every night, but I'm not gonna. Let this out right, there anymore because I don't want to make a scene. I because I understand we're all that money doing this. I know, and I understand that to a point. If he just would have said, "Hey, man, you know it, what happened? Happened. I don't really have a relationship with him anymore." Next question. Well, yeah, that's fair. He could have at least said, you "I hate that guy." Have some balls without <laughs> without going that. into a tirade. Well, that's right. Fair. And but here's the here's the quote that got me. Here's the quote that got me from Jimbo Fisher, where I actually screamed at the television when I saw it. Fisher said. Unfortunately, our thing went public. Sometimes that happens in this world. Nothing is private anymore, is it? You held a press conference! 
This wasn't a story that broke, you moron. You made it a story by holding a press conference saying, I'll tell you what, I'm going to air all this guy's dirty laundry. You all treat him like he's God. His words. Yes, This he is said from that. Jimbo's own mouth. And now he's making it out to be a media creation. What's wrong with these people? You know what's wrong with them. What's wrong with you them? You know what's wrong with them. Help it's me, Bone. Because there's a bunch of people that sat in that room and were like, that's right, coach. I believe you. You're done. Hey, I work for a newspaper, but hey, I'm your friend. I'm going to talk to you. Hey, what do you think about this and that? And then they go on and they just want to move on because they don't want to actually dig down on what this guy's doing. The the, the Southern journalists down there apparently oh don't seem God. to care too much about, hey, wait a second. You are the one who called the guy God and then said, look into what made God. You all think he's God. Right. Oh, it's unfortunate and that our today, thing in public. I can't believe this got out there. No, you you put it out there. You I guess everything's up to public now. He had a night to think about oh, it too, I hate right? Him. I hate him so much. It wasn't even like Nick Saban said this, and twenty minutes later they spring it on him at his press conference, and he goes, "Huh? What he said that?" And he just lost his mind. He went home, processed what was said. Called up the AD and was like, I need a press conference stat. And they said, how about tomorrow morning? Why don't you sleep on it? He's like, good. Even more time to put some ammo in the chambers. And then he went out there with both guns a-blazing. And now you're going to say, that's unfortunate it got out there like that. Well, it's unfortunate because you did it. You. You you should say, I didn't. Did he say, I'm sorry for putting it out there then? Because if he's Mr. Changed Man and he doesn't believe this no, was good to do, he says, did he say, I apologize here's, here's for the this quote. getting out there or being put out there by me? our thing went public. Sometimes that happens in this world. Nothing is private anymore, is it? <laughs> Nothing yeah, is private. Nothing's private anymore. <laughs> You're right, buddy. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, that's good. You know, my need, doctor says I, I, I Rick, shouldn't yell I need, on the air, but I, I can't Rick help Pitino it. I need Rick Pitino to come out and say he got canceled. I did. It's like, no, you didn't get canceled. You got found to be a dirtbag. And by the way, you're uncanceled because you can win basketball games. They bring you back everywhere because they like you. I'm just saying, like, you can't. There may be elements of cancel culture. There's no privacy anymore. All these things that guys like Jimbo Fisher want to rail on and complain about. There may be elements of truth to that. You don't get to call your deal that when you're the one who it wasn't your cell phone got hacked and a text message you never meant to get out there got out there. This is you call the press conference, the press, the the media, remember though, remember the though, media was invited to it. The players on his team are expected to remain composed and not let emotion oh, get the better of them you, and all of that. Could you fathom fathom? At Alabama, a player gets up at the microphone after a game. You know, after your emotions are high, you just did athletic competition. Maybe not the best time to put someone on the spot and ask them that question, but it's the media. You know they're there. And the guy gets up and is like, hey, I got to tell you, you know, that that corner I was going against all day as a wide receiver, that corner I was going up against, dude's a cheater, man. And you ought to look into why he's at that school that he is. Because I think there was a lot of cheating going on, and they did that. And, and... He he was going to go here, and he cheated. They cheated and got him to go there instead. You really should look into that. Don't you think Nick Saban would instantly say this guy can never speak to the media again? We will never, in the time he's here, make him available to the media again. And then if that player played for Texas A and M, and the next day he called a press conference and said, "Hey, I just got to tell you, you think 
I cheated. You should see what their wide receiver, you should see the money this guy's getting. You should see what he's doing behind the scenes. That would get Jimbo Fisher to kick him off the team. How dare you? But you're right. These guys get paid more money than God, and they can go out there and do this, and then a few months later say, ah, hey, what are we talking about? You guys are making this such a big story. It's not even really a story. I don't like getting gaslit by guys named Jimbo. Can I just say that? It's really <laughs> annoying when a guy named Jimbo is like, ah, uh, you're a little weird. I'm weird. You're named Jimbo, and you're telling me that I didn't hear what I heard. From the same part of the country, you know what I mean? Yeah, I know. Yeah, Ohio. Got it. Like, he's ta- he's from Ohio, right? Am I wrong? Jimbo Fisher, or is he from West Virginia? He, I thought he was in that cradle of coaches area, Jimbo's Youngstown West area. Virginia, isn't he? Okay, well then, right next door. Okay, what are we talking about? You're right next door. You're from up here. Although, you know what, though? He's from Clarksburg, West Virginia. I don't know what the say. I don't know what parts of this country are anymore. Well, <laughs> because fair enough. <laughs> what was it? Was it the Goudreau stuff? Where I heard some of the. Oh yeah, it's like I wanted to go. Oh to no, a- no, no, no! It was uh, the Sporting Kansas City. Yeah, that was uh, Peter Vermees, who's their head coach. Said it's these teams like New York and Columbus, these East Coast markets. They got the they got their players in right away because they we signed can't, some in the Midwest international player. They're having problems getting their his visa. Meanwhile, he was signed around the same time as Cucho. Cucho scoring goals for the crew, and the response from this dude was, "Well, you know, Columbus, those East Coast markets are always taken care of." <laughs> First of all, when did we become the East Coast? East We're in Coast. the Eastern time zone. Columbus is in the East Coast. I, I've always been under the impression that I live in the Midwest. Is that wrong? Have you not Are we been, all going to the beach? Are you not aware of Alum Creek State Park? They have a lovely beach. You can go to Delaware State Park. You they don't. also have a beach. Those East I mean, Coast pretty leaders. much coastal town is what I heard, right. Mike. Us in Nantucket. That's where people want to go on vacation. Buckeye Lake. Coast. That's I Indi- do it Indian Lake. Lake. Coast. That's coast, baby. Uh, Ryan Day didn't get any help from Yarmo. That's a hell of a story. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident. Still causing some slowdowns on 270 eastbound after US 23 north side. It is blocking the right shoulder. Please be careful over here as traffic continues to build. About a 5 to 10 minute backup is expected as things get cleaned up. This traffic report is sponsored by Protect All Insurance. Protect All Insurance with offices throughout Central Ohio. They're out of this world for best rates and service on auto and home. Protect All Insurance, protecting life's important moments. Visit ProtectAllInsurance.com. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Oh, hello! I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Fat and happy. Hey, one out of two isn't bad. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Tool of the week is coming up at 534. Send in your Twitter tools now at Man and Bone 971. Your chance to win fabulous prizes. We or prizes in that too. We do have some uh, breaking news today. No chance. That's what you got. Your guy, Teddy, Vince McMahon. 
chairman of the WWE has announced on social media that he is retiring. Here's the tweet. At 77, time for me to retire. Because my board told me I had to. I added <laughs> that right. part in. That's right. Thank you, WWE Universe. Then, now, forever, together. Uh-huh. Hashtag WWE. Hashtag thankful. Hashtag chocolate puppies. Mm. Also, not on the tweet, I'm guessing, that last one. I, uh, again, as a wrestling fan, this would be big news if he is actually officially stepping away, but doesn't he still own a majority of the Well, he the didn't stock? say he was getting rid of his stock. Well, that's what I mean. Like, people are posting this like he's he's retiring he's getting out of wrestling no 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 no. he's he's gonna apparently and allegedly because it's wrestling he's saying he's not gonna get back in the ring or be on tv or be behind the scenes day to day air quotes right that doesn't mean that he's not gonna control the operation from some sort of shadow puppet so mike i assume they brought in Probably someone who's independent, who's run a lot of other sports franchises to run the organization. His his daughter and son-in-law will be taking control of everything. Right. So, and I'm not saying that Stephanie McMahon can't be her own person, aside from her dad. I'm quite sure she probably would like to do some things differently than her dad did from a creative standpoint. And I'm quite sure Triple H, her husband, who is legitimately a wrestler married to the wrestler founder's daughter that whole thing i'm sure they're going to run it a little differently but do we rick flair has retired how many times how many times have i seen that Shawn michael gif where he's like i'm sorry and then he kicks him in the face as he retires and what's happening right now rick flair's clicking off the pacemaker so he can bleed in a match for nothing because these guys can't stop. Vince McMahon is a Ric Flair. He is not a sports executive. He will never be a sports executive. And I will never believe he's retired. I won't believe it until they will have a funeral for Ric Flair. And I will expect out of the ground to see his hand pop up like the Undertaker. <laughs> There's no way you can believe this man is out of Hold wrestling. On. I want to see McMahon and Flair in a casket match. Absolutely. Yes. Let's do that. Just play right into it. McMahon says he wants to, uh, you know, go and pursue his hobbies at 77. Hmm. What's which that? Which is young ass. <laughs> Just getting young pieces of well, ass. Well, but for him, young is like 58 years old. No, he's not doing that. Come on. <laughs> I'm the genetic jackhammer. Oh, by the way. Another- you think he looked in the mirror and fired himself today? <laughs> oh, or did he say let me tell you're you. retired he, he looked in the mirror and fired something you're right absolutely i just saw this tweet come in uh vince mcmahon has joined live golf so oh, there you go <laughs> it makes a lot of sense actually why he's retired vince mcmahon's actually the captain of the european Ryder cup team <laughs> <laughs> that's right i hold the european championship belt <laughs> that counts. He just gave it to himself, and now he's European, so he can uh, he can run the Ryder Cup team. You're exactly right. Good call. You brought up you brought this up too. We were reading during the break. We're all like the ESPN people. We're oh, breaking yeah. this news. It's like more on ESPN coming up. It's like this, this is ESPN. This is 2022. That's right. Well, again, I understand. Carnival if, guy retires. News at eleven. You know what this is like. I guess. You have bands that you follow. I have bands that I follow that we followed for a long time, 
right? And you may know of their positives and negatives of said band, right? You may know about like, hey, this album's really good. That album kind of sucks. You may know that like this guitarist and the lead singer went through a spell where they hated each other for a while or something like that. And so then something comes out where some news comes out about the band that a casual fan might read and go, oh, are you excited about that? They're coming back together on tour. And it's like, yeah, they're only doing that because so-and-so got divorced and they needed the money because they have to pay the alimony. Like when you're a jaded fan of some very specific thing and then the casual fans pop up and they're like, oh, hey, Mr. McMahon retired. It's like, yeah, he did until he didn't because it's Vince McMahon. So you think he'll be back? We're talking about the guy who once died in a limousine, right? I got it. I'm just saying, you know. Yeah. This was not a decision he made on his own. I'm sure the board made it for him. I am fully aware of that. Do you think he will have nothing to say about the product? I'm sure he will have something to say, but he he probably will stay behind the scenes, though. Right. Out Out of sight. I don't think he's getting in the ring. The board said you can't run the fake part of this business or maybe the real part. And then he walks into a board meeting and says, cool, I still own all these shares. What are we doing about that? Let me ask you this. We have seen everything in the wrestling business. I mean, guys who have written off, you will never work for me again. McMahon would always bring him back in. Hogan would always come back in, right? Bret Hart's come back. Like, it doesn't matter what's happened. If it's good for business. Vince McMahon always made it happen. Absolutely. What do you think the odds are from now until the time that he's in the grave, Vince McMahon, that he shows up on that TNT show, that he's on like the AEW wrestling, McMahon comes out. (laughs) You know there's at least a chance. Maybe it's not likely. Yeah, prob- probably not likely, but that would be the ultimate uh, crossover. Well, I right? mean, like back in the day, like in, in, in 98, if you had told somebody, you know, there's going to be a time where Eric Bischoff goes on WWE and works for McMahon. You would have said, there, no, there's no way. There's no way that's ever happening. I'm telling you, there's at least a tiny bit chance that Vince McMahon shows up on AEW. Oh, I, I would put it not at 0%. I agree with that. Totally. I am I all I know is this. You cannot take a wrestling you cannot take a wrestling business story, a wrestling fictional story, anything. You cannot take these guys because Vince McMahon has crossed over into the guy who lives his gimmick. He he also is a legitimate stockholder in a giant company that he helped to make a giant company, but this guy is no longer someone who's a serious businessman, he is a pro wrestler. And you're absolutely right. There's a chance he pops up at a barbed wire match in the Akron, <laughs> in a gym, to just show that yeah. he's, I'm still there. Like, he'll do whatever. I still got it. You can't tell him not to. Who's going to stop him from doing Look that? Look at my man pecs. <laughs> All right. Ryan Day did not get any help from Yarmo. Offensive tackle, Olaus Ailnen. Mm. Anan? Sure. I'll take, I don't think that's Anyway, it. he is an offensive tackle. He's a four-star guy. He's from Finland. You don't see a lot of this. Yeah, I remember when we when we first talked about this guy, how, you know, the, I think the Jackets were actually, Yarmo was going to, like, talk to him and kind of show him around a well, little bit. They, yes. They, they, 
they worked together to try to help get Appa- this guy to Apparently, it didn't work because he, he chose Alabama uh, over true. Ohio State. So, Yarmo has let Ryan Day down. Yeah, that's too bad. We'll but, forgive you know, Yarmo, though. I'm going to guess Yarmo gets the call from Ryan Day like, hey, thanks for helping out. We do need one more phone call to kind of seal the deal here. And he's like, I'm sorry. I'm trying to win a Stanley Cup by bringing in two of the best players you've ever seen. You can go to hell. And then Ryan Day was like, all right, not usually the response I get, but I get it. Keep doing what you're doing. Johnny Goudreau, right? Awesome. I won't say anything. Ryan Day hangs up and waits for his answer? No. Ryan Day doesn't hang up and wait. He knows. He already heard. He's like, yeah. So you think Ryan Day just cowers in the corner after hearing from Yarmo? I think he calls Yarmo. Yarmo. No. I think Ryan Day calls Yarmo. Yarmo, can you help me with Ole Anderson or whatever his name is? Olaus? Ailman, he's a <laughs> oh, four. Oh, yeah, okay. All I'm saying is Ryan Day calls, and then Yarmo has the respect to say, I don't want to waste your time. I did the favor. Now it's time for me to go kick some ass. All right. I chewed the gum. It's ass-kicking time now. Uh, Jeff Rimmer is coming up next. Speaking big, of ass-kicking time. There you go. Jackets news today. Yes, Rimmer was at the proctologist today, so we're getting him just as he's coming out of his appointment. <laughs> Good. It's all lubed up. Ready Dad, to can go. you get the voice modulator back so that we can bring him down to his normal level? Because it's going to be a little high-pitched, I think, at first. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident blocking the left lane of 270 eastbound at I-71. Traffic is stop and go from US-23 north side in this area. Emergency crews are now on scene trying to get things clear. Plan on stop and go delays and keep an eye out for those crews. Strabic Report is sponsored by Gusto. Gusto doesn't build robots or teach thin classes. Gusto supports the people who do with happier paydays, health insurance, hiring, you name it. Gusto does payroll benefits and so much more for people who do incredible things. Learn more at Gusto.com. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. One is angry. The other one is bald. What do you think I mean, bald? Bald. Bald, bald. Here's man and bone. Jackets making news today, kids. Patrick Line Signs a new four-year deal, $34.8 million, an AIV of $8.7 million. So that's done. And just coming down in the last few minutes, you know, Jackets had $6 million of money they had to move. They're over the cap with this new Line 8 deal. So we said something's got to give, and it has. Oliver Bjorkstrand is gone. He goes to Seattle. Jackets get a third-round pick and a fourth-round pick. 2023 draft. So third and fourth, Bjorky goes. You cut the salary you need to. Television voice of your Columbus Blue Jackets, Jeff Rimmer, fresh from the proctologist, joins us now. Hello, Rims. Well, first of all, there was no proctologist, and it's called a gastro... uh, Enterologist. Gastro doctor. Enterologist. Gastro doctor is what it's called. Yeah, gastro doctor. But listen... 
it wasn't me. I was there with my wife, but I was going to slip out. But you, of course, have turned it into a major story. Mm. And uh, quite frankly, I didn't want to come on until 434 today anyway, because I expected the other shoe to drop. So you knew this so trade you, you knew this trade was coming. Oliver Bjorkstrand goes away. Let's talk about the line A deal first. And you know, this is something that we thought was going to get done, but we're glad to see it done. Well, first of all, uh, obviously having line A under contract for the next four years is a, a win-win situation, particularly as uh, we expect that he'll line up with Goodrow. We know Goodrow 40-plus goals last season in Calgary, but he is a playmaker. He'd be the first guy to tell you. Now you've got the setup guy for arguably one of the best shooters, and Goodrow said this himself last week after coming to terms with the Blue Jackets. This is a great move for the Blue Jackets. Always, Line A has indicated he wanted to remain in Columbus. And, of course, there were a lot of naysayers said, no, he's not going to resign, and uh, he's likely to move on. No, Line A loves Columbus. We can say that. Loves the city. Enjoyed the fans. Enjoyed playing in that building. Loves the fact that here in Central Ohio, he has an opportunity to see some NFL football. Loves going to Cincinnati to see the Bengals and Burrow or heading up to Cleveland. Of course, uh, there's a new quarterback in town who probably won't even get to play there, but that's a story for another day. He remains a Blue Jacket. And the Blue Jackets certainly are a better hockey team for it than having Line A under contract. Well, Rims, I mean, this line with Line A, Goudreau, and center to be named later, I mean, obviously it could be Boone, could be a number of guys, but I mean, without even knowing who's going to center this line right now, this still is probably one of the top lines, at least in the Eastern Conference, if not all of hockey, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, who's going to fit in at center? I suspect. This is just Jeff Rimmer, and I've been putting lines together here for the last few weeks, at least since the trade was made. I think there's a good chance that uh, we're going to see either Boone Jenner or perhaps even Cole Sillinger line up at center. I think ultimately, ultimately, Ken Johnson is is a guy that uh, the Blue Jackets hope at some point in his career, and he's, what, got eight, nine, ten games with the Blue Jackets so far, but he wants to be a centerman. The Blue Jackets drafted him to eventually move over to center, and he, too, is a guy that loves to dish the puck and has great vision on the ice. You put a line together, and this I'm just so excited about the team. You're going to have a great top six on this Blue Jacket hockey club, and I think that, uh, first and foremost, the Blue Jackets certainly can look forward to this coming season. And I, I just think they're ready to take a big step. They add good Branson, who's going to add some muscle on the back line. He does have great shot. He's a great character player. I think a lot of credit, too, should go to ownership of the Columbus Blue Jackets, who are stepping up and putting a quality team on the ice. Jeff Remmer, television voice of your Columbus Blue Jackets, joining us here on The Fan. So just coming down about 10 minutes ago, Oliver Bjorkstrand goes to Seattle. Jackets get a third-round pick and a fourth-round pick. Give us your thoughts on the trade. Well, uh, somebody had to go, and it had to be a sizable contract. And, and obviously, I think the Blue Jackets, Yarmo Kekalainen, who deserves a lot of credit here, uh, I think Yarmo knew that uh, he would prefer getting Line A signed after he was able to move a contract. And uh, the, the fact of the matter is, they lose a pretty good player in, in Bjorkstrand, and we're not going to belittle his performance. But I'll tell you what, Oliver 
although he led the team in goals last year, I think had a better year under John Tortorella the previous season. And I give John Tortorella a lot of credit for the, de- credit for the development of Bjorkstrand. He pushed him. He pushed him. And you know what? I think Bjorkstrand would be the first guy to tell you going into this past season, he would like to thank a guy like Tortorella who pushed him and he got him that long-term deal at better than $5 million, close to $6 million over an extended period of time. What was it, a five-year deal? Yeah, I mean, I I think that he had a he had a fantastic season, Rims, and fantastic couple of years. But here's the question I have for you: Are do we think this is all done now? Was that enough to get them back to where they need to be cap wise? I from what I read, it seems that that's the case. Does that mean like Jake Voracek sticks around? Like we're anticipating he's not going anywhere after all this. Jake Voracek's got two years left on his contract. I, I believe he will remain a Blue Jacket, but. There's going to be more moves made, guys. The team has to continue to make moves here because there are a glut of left-wingers and right-wingers that this team is going into the season with, and there are players that uh, no longer have uh, waiver capability. So the Jackets can't simply decide, okay, these are our 12 or 14 forwards and six or eight defensemen. We've got to move a couple more players because we don't simply want to lose them for nothing going on waivers. Well, we talked we talked about this right after the season, right? Rims, where you know, independent of Johnny Goudreau coming in, they were going to have to make a move like this because they just, you're right, had too many wingers and they had to clear some space. Now they're clearing space for that reason and salary, but the move was still going to be made either way. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And the fact of the matter is when Goudreau indicated that it wasn't just simply, as we said last week, an effort here to get him a better deal somewhere else, and he was legitimately uh, interested in coming to Columbus, that's when Yarmo and, and the Blue Jackets front office rolled up their sleeves to get the deal done, and it was uh, all systems go. I want to point out something else here right now, and I don't know if you guys uh, and our, our listeners are uh, – familiar with the situation here going on with Pierre-Luc Dubois. How good now does the trade look? Line A for Dubois, and you have Jake uh, or uh, Jack Roslovic stepping up and becoming an impact player in the second half of the season, while Dubois doesn't even want to stay in Winnipeg. He wants to be traded to his hometown team. The Montreal Canadiens went to the draft a couple of weeks ago with the idea that he was going to be traded and be in the building to uh, walk to the Canadians' table. Now, there were some discussions to make the deal, but from what I am told on, uh, from insiders, the situation was Montreal was not willing to part with Nick Suzuki, the centerman, uh, in the deal. There was three players that were offered to Winnipeg for Dubois, who doesn't even want to sign with Winnipeg now. He's pulling the same thing he pulled with the Blue Jackets two years later. The Jackets, meantime, have two outstanding players for Dubois, and now it's all systems go moving forward. All right, Rims, we appreciate it, my friend. When uh, more news breaks, we will talk to you. Hopefully you won't be at the proctologist next time that we call. <laughs> and remember, I heard okay. what you were saying. Nobody really wants to sign in these small Canadian towns. I totally get it. You hate small Canadian towns. I understand that. I hate them, too. Totally well said by you. Good job. And what does it say about Columbus? We don't have to listen to that BS anymore. Right. Well, I'm I'm sure we still have to listen to it. But you know what, though, Rims? We always knew it was wrong. We we knew that there's nothing wrong with this city. And I I hope that other hockey people look at this market and understand that now. That has nothing to do with the city. They do. Well, let me tell you. 
I gave up an opportunity to go on national radio this afternoon because I wanted to be with my boys, okay? And I can tell you that the phone call that I had off the air, they are just very impressed with what the Blue Jackets have done here in a short period of time and are now looking at the Blue Jackets as one of the most improved teams in the Eastern Conference, a tough conference as we get set for uh, season 22-23. All right, Rims. Have a good weekend. We'll talk to you soon. I'm a loyal guy, right? Thanks, Rams. Well, we appreciate that. Send you like a fruit basket for not going on national radio. What do you want from which me? Which show was it? Can you tell us which show it was that you stiffed for us? Because we'll always well, appreciate that. Radio show. Well, the fact of the matter is, uh, for making my appearance today, I expect the new uh, uh, man in bone T-shirt. How's that? Oh, beautiful! All right. I didn't know you were such a metalhead, Rims. I'll take you up on that. You're well, not going to wear right. it. I'll wear it. You're yeah, going to put it on eBay in two seconds. I want you to wear it opening night. Right, It'll go, go with a blue Goodbye. blazer. That'll be nice. All right, we'll send it to you. Pair it up. Can we get one of those put aside for him? Of course. I'm sure we can. All right. Because if I don't give it to him, he's never going to let us forget about it. You know that. I know. Degenerate T-Bone coming up. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for a serious accident blocking the two left lanes of 270 eastbound at I-71 north side. Traffic is bumper to bumper from Route 315. There are emergency crews on scene from getting, trying to get things clear, but plan about a 20-minute slowdown in the meantime. This traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options to help the customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. And from every dime a dog night in the Midwest, here's Man and Bone. Happy Friday. Tool of the Week is coming up at 534. Send in your Twitter tools now. At Man and Bone 971, your chance to win fabulous prizes. Today is the final day for the Man and Bone World Tour t-shirts. Go to 971thefan.com slash Man and Bone World Tour. Last chance to get them. Last chance. Ends today at midnight. It is never coming back. Ever. We are... What is that? Seven hours, ten minutes away as of live time where we are right now. Of course, if you're listening on the podcast, adjust accordingly. Midnight Eastern, they go away forever. Mm-hmm. Get yours now. Don't wait. But wait. No, don't. Oh, wait. don't wait. Don't. I wait. thought you were going to say, but wait. There's more. There's not. It's it's the price. It's the shirt. You go get it. We make them. We send them to you. End of transaction. Get That's a it. Custom made Dilderuni as a free gift. <laughs> Since when? With your World Tour T-shirt. You don't. Oh, okay. Maybe Teddy can make one. You get one, but it's in the shape of the logo, so that's going to be a bit cumbersome. Degenerate T-Bone. Common Man and T-Bones. Degenerate 
T-Bone. T-Bone's Picks for the Weekend. Sponsored by Ohio Health. Choose between virtual or in-person appointments at 200-plus care sites. Providing the finest care anywhere. OhioHealth.com slash finest care. Bone. Well, man, let's talk about some odds for uh, your Columbus Blue Jackets because... Now, this is what I'm still seeing as of right now. I don't think this is likely to change a ton because of the fact that you are still talking about all of the betting world still kind of ignoring the Jackets, and that's fine, but it's good news for you if you're thinking that maybe this is going to be the Jackets year, given everything that's occurred uh, in the last 10 days or so. Here's what it is right now. For the Jackets to win the Metro outright, and I'm not saying this is likely, it is still 40 to 1 odds the Jackets do that. 40 to 1 that the Jackets win the Metro. Tough division, of course. Very tough division. But 40 to 1, of course, if you bet $10, that means you would win $400. Same odds apply if you think the Jackets could win the Eastern Conference, which, again, would be awesome if they were to win the Eastern Conference. $10, $400 is what you get. Now, this is even more unlikely, but it's out there. I'm putting it out there for you. And this is the type of bet that I really dig, and just because you don't have to bet much and you could make a lot of money if the improbable happened. If the Jackets were to win the President's Trophy, best record in the league, very unlikely, right? But maybe a little more likely given the firepower they now have. They are still plus 15000 That means if you wager $10 on them to win the President's Trophy, and they do, you would win 1500 bucks back. So very interesting bet there. And finally, if you think the Jackets are going to go win the Stanley Cup, much better odds than if you think they're going to win the President's Trophy. 75 to 1 odds there. $10 nets you $750. I could see placing a bet on that Metro possibility, but I'm trying to find if their odds changed about making the playoffs. They had to have changed ever since the Goudreau and Line A signings, but so far I haven't been able to get a movement on that, so I don't want to give you that and say it and then have it be wrong. Now we're going to go, Mike, to one of my favorite sports. You know we talk about it all the time back in the office, the Tour de France. Cycling. We watch so much cycling. You and I do. If you're wondering, I'm sorry, Jonas Vingegaard. My guy. Jonas Vingegaard, he is minus 6,000. Power man 6,000 is what they call him. Anyway, he is the runaway favorite. He's been wearing the yellow jersey. He had a challenge possibly coming from Tadej Pogskar. However, Tadej Pogskar wrecked yesterday and pretty much has given the Tour de France to Jonas Vingegaard, my guy. So right now, if you bet on him, you put ten bucks on it. You'd have to. You'd basically have to put like six hundred dollars down to win ten. Like, there's no way this is working out for you. So don't bother with that. And finally, of course, we've got some Columbus Crew betting odds for you. Now, they are getting ready to take on New England tomorrow. They are plus 105, which means if you bet $10 and they win, you'd win $10.50 back. That's fine. But I saw some of the goal scorer odds, and I wanted to note a little thing that you might want to take note of if you're planning on betting this game. They have the uh, goal scorer, first goal scorer, that could get a goal for the crew in this game. It's not Cucho Hernandez, and it's not... Lucas Elorayan. It is Eric Hurtado, who is usually a backup. I find that very interesting. They have him at plus 600, 6 to 1 odds. They have Cucho at 7 to 1 odds. That means that there's a thought here 
And if you look at the schedule, it does make sense. Cucho's played a lot of minutes since he came here in a very short amount of time. That means I think the betters believe Cucho's not starting tomorrow. I think they believe Eric Hurtado or Jason Russell Rowe, who's also plus 650. They're looking at those two and saying, looking at the schedule, it makes sense. Those guys would possibly start over Cucho because they have some bigger games coming up. Tomorrow against New England, it's a huge game because they need to win it to stay in this playoff race and to keep bolstering their, their playoff position. But New England has been not great this year, and they're a little bit down in the standings. So perhaps the thought will be from Caleb Porter, eh, we may throw Cucho Hernandez in the second half, but we're going to give him a little bit of an off week this week. And then next week, you've got, again, like three matches in eight days. They will want him back. Those are all against current playoff teams that are in the Eastern Conference playoff position right now. So just something to keep an eye on next uh, tomorrow night, rather. Eric Hurtado, Jason Russell Rowe getting better odds than Cucho Hernandez to be the first goal scorer. If you've missed anything from the first two hours of the program, we got you covered with the rundown. Coming up, Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Still watching a serious accident on 270 eastbound at I-71 north side. It is in the clearing stages, but traffic is still stop and go from Route 315. Keep an eye out for the ODOT crews that remain on scene. You'll also find an accident on 670 westbound before Grandview Avenue. Traffic is slow there as well. This traffic report is sponsored by ExpressBros.com. Take the stress out of your job search. Visit ExpressBros.com for jobs from a variety of industries. With more than 850 locally owned offices, the Express team is ready to help you find your next job. Go to ExpressBros.com. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean-out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. These two probably should have stayed in their basements. You're listening to Common Man and T-Bone. Tool of the Week is coming up at 534. Send in your Twitter tools now. At Man and Bone 971, your chance to win fabulous prizes. Baseball's back tonight in the state of Ohio. Reds hosting the Cardinals. Guardians are in Chicago for the White Sox tonight. Yeah. Big series with the White Sox. Yeah, I would guess so. Uh, Belching on the air. There you go. Uh, Jacket single game tickets went on sale today. (laughs) Good day for those to go on sale, right? And the crew hosting New England tomorrow night, 7.30... Catch all the action right here on the fan. Big game tomorrow night, Bone. Yeah, of course. They're uh, honoring the 2002 U.S. Open Cup winners. That was one of the first teams that I really kind of dug into and watched as a crew fan many, many years ago. 20 years ago, they won that in October, but they're honoring them tomorrow because that's alumni day for crew players. So they bring back all the alumni. They're honoring that team specifically. They have T-shirts they're giving away if you go to the game. I think the first 10,000 or so are getting these T-shirts. We got a few of them. I really like them. I think they're very nice. But uh, yeah, from an on-the-field standpoint, got to get three points out of this. There's no two ways about it. In New England is not as good of a team as you. You have to make sure you get those three points and continue to climb up, and they need to be in a top-four position. So 
this is the only way to do it is by winning games at home. And they've got quite a few home games coming up out of the next 10. I think it's six or seven out of the next 10 are at home for the crew. So get it done. Dick Mashiter Ford fan poll, 971thefan.com. How many goals will Cucho score against New England tomorrow? None, one, two, or three plus. I'm going to say... I'm going to say I'm going to stick with a one, which would still be ridiculous if he scores a goal in this game. Like the amount of goals he's already scored. This poll would be disappointing. I'm voting (laughs) for three plus. Three plus. Let's do it. Seven goals. At that rate, he may not last the summer here because then some team will be like, actually, how much was he? Did you pay 10 million? We'll pay him 50 million. Let's get him back over here. And then so I'm I'm sure I think he will play and I think he will do well. I don't know if he's going to start this game tomorrow, but. Yeah, I hope he gets a goal again. They need it. He started the last game, didn't he? Yeah, he started and then came out in the 60th minute. In the previous two games, his first two games, he did not start, but played 45 minutes in the second game, and I think like 20 or 30 minutes in the first game. So he's added up some minutes where he wasn't really up at full strength yet because he was in his preseason over at Watford until he got transferred here. So now they've got to get his fitness there. He's been, you know, training all week, all that stuff. So hopefully he will continue to be in shape. We'll see if he can start and go 60 minutes, or maybe my guess is they let him come in off the bench tomorrow. Rundown, let's do it. Common Man and T-Bones, the Rundown. The Rundown. Big Jackets news today. Patrick Line and the Jackets agree on a new contract. Four-year deal, $34.8 million. AAV is $8.7 million. So that deal is done. In response to that, because the Blue Jackets have about $6 million they have to get rid of on this cap now, Oliver Bjorkstrand gets traded to Seattle for a third-round pick and a fourth-round pick. We were talking about this earlier. We were talking about it with Rimmer. This was a move that was going to happen regardless of whether Johnny Goudreau comes here or not. They needed to move forwards. And Oliver Bjorkstrand was a prime candidate for that. Do you get fair market value for him? No, not really, because you have to move his money off of the books. You can't play hardball here and say, well, we'll just hang on to him and see if we get a better deal next season. You can't do that. You had to clear this money out. You did, but also, I mean, I'm okay with that. They got picks back in return. PX? Like, they need to amass as much draft capital as possible because, like you said earlier, they are in their winning window now. And they needed to move this contract. Well, and I know, but also, again, it's a big contract. He's a good player. He's had some really good seasons the last couple of years. But also, that expense is something that does limit the amount of teams that are going to want to go and pay that money. So, especially when they know you have to get rid of the contract, they, they will be willing to make less of a deal All of that said, though, even though it was a third and fourth round pick, which is probably not what you would normally want to get for a guy of his talent, that's still capital that you can use to eventually come back and say, all right, midseason, we want to go out and acquire a player because we think we're in a playoff position and we want to become a team that can actually go compete this year to go win a few playoff series. All right, well, then that player's available. You're going to have to package some draft picks, right, to a bad team to try to get a guy out of there. Maybe they won't have the money to make that happen. That's the other issue with all this now is your flexibility during the season to bring in a player. You're going to have to find a team that's going to want to eat some salary for you to help make that happen. That's why you're going to need enticing draft picks. That's why you're going to need things to send back the other way. Jackets, the next few years, I really don't care if they have a first round pick, quite honestly. You know what I mean? It would be bad long term. But if they move some first and second round picks to bring in guys that can help them win now or in the next two to three years... I'm much more okay with that than I would have been even 
two weeks ago. Well, you have your window. I mean, this is a four-year window. They threw it open. That was all the meteorologists said. Throw the windows open. That's right. The temperature's right. You are now in the winning window, my friends. You know, maybe they thought that, you know, next year they take another baby step and then we'll see what happens. But once Johnny Gaudreau decided he was going to sign here, that fast forwards things. I'm not saying they're ready to win a cup next year because they're not. They should be ready to be a playoff team next year. And then you build off of that. This works well for both sides. You know, Jackets get line A, no more questions about his future. He's here for four years. He gets some money now. And then if he's awesome, it, it's obviously good for the Blue Jackets if he's awesome because presumably you've had success winning lots of games with him being awesome and Johnny right. Hockey being awesome. He also gets to hit the market again when he's 28 years old. So he's looking at another big-time contract. He's not locked in for eight years, and he's awesome, but then he regrets it because he thinks he could make more. Oh yeah, I, I but I like this the length of this deal too because it's good it, for both sides. It is good for him because he can go out and get another big contract at some point. It is good for the Jackets because they already have a contract that will go past this in Johnny Goudreau, right? Yes. And what is Wierenski's deal? I want to say it's also like I think it was six, was it seven, six or seven, right? So you've got a couple players that are going to be here for a while under their current deals that are still young enough that they're going to be part of what you're doing for the foreseeable future. Now Line A being here for four years. That is that is a great amount of time to have a guy like him. And then if he can go out and get a Johnny Goudreau or bigger size deal down the road, and maybe that's in Columbus, maybe it's not. I have no idea. But what I know is the next four years, that's your window. That's the time you load up and you say, let's go get this thing. And let's. the expectation is not, let's just be a plucky playoff team the next four years. No, it's get to the playoffs this year and learn to win in the playoffs with this group. It's not about the 20 years of history. It's not about what happened before. This group needs to learn how to play and win in the playoffs, and then they need to do it again next year, and maybe next year or year three, that's where your expectations, I hope, are we can go get to a Stanley Cup final. And and then, obviously, that's a whole other situation. you got to learn how to win in that, but... This is they've got four years now to basically go try that and see what happens when all these guys are in their prime, all still playing at a high level. I know championships aren't won in July, and I'll be the first one if this team is, you know, underachieving or playing soft. I'll be the first one to come on this radio and yell and scream. This is not absolve them from, you know, not doing what they should do on the ice. But as a Jackets fan today, seeing these moves come down, knowing that. Whether they do or not, management is showing us, ownership is showing us they want to win. Yeah. Right? They are making the moves necessary to win. They are spending the money. They're not saying, well, it would be nice, but eh, we're just not going to do that. We're going to draw the same amount of people, whether we're you know, ass up against the cap or $10 million under the cap, so it's not worth it to us. They are showing us that they want to win. Now you have to go out there and actually do it. Yeah. By the way, if you didn't see the line A complete breakdown on this, I don't know if we went over that or not. It's seven and a half million this upcoming season. Then it jumps to nine point one million for the final three years of the deal. Uh, he also does have a ten team no trade list in the final three years of the contract, which let's hope we don't have to worry about, right? Yeah. But again, I don't think that's absurd. A ten team no trade list. That's not. You know what I mean? That's not. He can veto any trade. He can. No, there's 10 teams you can, you know, move him to and or you can't move him to rather and that's it. So, 
Hopefully that's not a situation we have to worry about. Hopefully the next four years, we're not even talking about that. So Line A's in for four more years. Uh, Bjorky is gone. He goes to Seattle. And good timing today. Jacket single game tickets went on sale. Browns worked out some quarterbacks yesterday. Josh Rosen came away with a one-year contract. Josh Rosen was a top-ten pick with the Cardinals. They cut him loose after one season because they wanted to go get Kyler Murray. He has bounced around. He's been a bust. But they are trying to prepare for life without Deshaun Watson. Well, and How long that's going to be, who the hell knows. But they're adding depth. But even, let's let's put it this way. Because I saw there's a few people up in Cleveland saying like, oh, this tells me the Browns are ready for Deshaun Watson suspension that's going to be significant. It's going to be eight-plus games minimum, maybe 10, maybe 12. Well, they, sh- they should be ready. You, you should they be, should yes. cover their bases. I, I'm not aware that Josh Rosen was like this massive haul that they had to put out there to get no, him. He's, he's, right. No, he's nothing. They signed him off of nothing, no right? No one wanted he, him. No one had him, right? No. Okay. So what you've done is say... if. Jacoby Brissett's going to play games as our starter. We we all assume he's going to play multiple games as a starter this year. Maybe six, maybe eight, maybe more. Well, you got to have a backup in place that is you feel competent enough if he gets hurt that he can go down for a couple games and that guy could step in. I don't know that Josh Rosen screams that, but they also didn't really have to give up anything to get him. So they have a little bit better chance of having a slightly better backup plan, maybe, for him, if Jacoby Brissett goes down, but at that point, if he gets injured, then your 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 season's off the rails, right? A lot of this hinges on what the suspension is for the Browns when it comes down. We'll find out what that is. But if it's something under eight games, I think Browns fans should do backflips. If you're feeling like doing backflips over celebrating, whatever this all would mean. But as far as the the punishment goes. Eight games or less is probably getting off light with everything going on with Deshaun Watson. I saw the uh, Schefter had a tweet about Josh Rosen last night, and I forget what it was, but paraphrasing, it was kind of like this. A lot of people believe that Josh Rosen, ready to take the next step okay. with the Browns. It's uh, Schefter, why don't you just say, I talked to his agent and he spoon-fed me some BS. His agent said, please get this messaging out there. We'd really like people to yes. think this. What are, we, what are you doing? You expect anything from Josh Rosen at this point? I don't. <laughs> No, I don't either. If he and had in fact, something, he would have shown it to you. By the way, I mean, it doesn't mean anything other than he's going to be in camp, and then... Yeah, they may cut him They loose. may say in camp, and maybe that's what his agent is trying to get out there, is like, hey, uh, my guy still may get cut, so let me just go ahead and make sure everyone knows. People think he can take the next step, and maybe that helps him. I don't know. Common Man and T-Bones, The Rundown. The Rundown. One member of the media needs to report directly to jail. I will tell you why coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. A couple of accidents out there. You'll find a crash on 270 eastbound at I-71. Traffic is still backed up to 315 as they try to get things clear. You'll also find an accident on 670 westbound before Grandview Avenue. Traffic is slow there as well. Caution is advised. This traffic report is sponsored by Fresh Time Market. Get ready for summer at your local Fresh Time Market. This week's save on California yellow or white nectarines. Just 99 cents a pound. Now through July 26th. Get real. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic. I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. 
She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. If Biggie Size was a radio show, this would be it. This is his Common Man and T-Bone. Tool of the Week is coming up at 534. T-Bone's going to tell you about some water. That's right. Well, we love the whole home water treatment system we have from Connecticut. We had it installed a couple years ago. It has been totally different water in the house ever since and all for the better. Here's the problem, though. If you forget to put the salt in your water softener, then it doesn't work. Connecticut has solved that problem with the Connect Salt Monitor. That allows you to never run out of salt. It will get an update to your phone, let you know exactly when you're running low, so you can fill it up and not miss out on all the goodness that comes with getting the funk out of your water. If you want to find out more about that, or the K5 drinking water station that I also have in the house, which gives us great, crisp, clear drinking water, you need to go to ConnecticutColumbus.com. They are the leaders when it comes to getting the funk out of your water, and they know exactly what it's going to take in your part of Columbus to fix the problem water where you are. Might be different than the equipment I have because all the water's different. ConnecticutColumbus.com. Talk to them today and get the funk out of your water. All right, we need to send somebody to jail. Who's that? I don't know who it is. Try and find out and shame them. Okay. But I saw that Alabama was picked by the Hillbilly Media to win the SEC. They received 158 of 181 votes to win the conference title. Georgia was the next closest with 18. So clearly the media says, Alabama, it's yours to lose. So Georgia had 18 votes. South Carolina had three votes. People are really high on Spencer Rattler. Mm. Couldn't do anything at Oklahoma, but he's going to go to South Carolina and take care of business. Uh, Texas A&M got a vote. Jimbo Fisher buying everybody right. down there. I mean, I, yeah, there's maybe some people excited about that. Well, One another person. school got a vote. Okay. Another school got a vote. Yeah. Who do you think it is? Uh, like LSU? I don't know. Maybe an LSU. Maybe. Florida. I, I, don't, I don't know why anybody would pick Tennessee. No. Yeah. Vanderbilt. <laughs> well, hey, it's a school in Tennessee. Not the one I was thinking. Vanderbilt received a vote to why? win the SEC. Why? I don't know why. Because someone wanted to be cute. I have no idea why. Someone who covers Vanderbilt, I assume, voted for Vanderbilt to win the SEC. It's ridiculous. Go to jail. Well, I know, man. I know there's a lot of different people in our profession and weird people that work in this business, but this is the media, right? This is supposed to be the print media and the people who cover the team. Am I wrong? Yes, and this is not mandatory. No. Just don't vote for anybody then. Right. If you're sitting there saying the only team I can think of is Vanderbilt, then you might just say, you know what? I guess I really haven't paid much attention. I probably shouldn't vote. That's what you should do. You should definitely not send in a ballot with Vanderbilt on it. Now, given our track record this summer where we said things like Johnny Goudreau will definitely not be coming to Columbus, watch Vanderbilt go out and win everything this year. But I have I have no reason to expect or understand why that would even be possible. I don't know how in the world someone saw that and said, that's my vote. That's what I'm picking. That makes sense. 
NFL is negotiating a new media partner for NFL Sunday Ticket. Of course, it's with DirecTV now. It's always been with DirecTV, but it'll have a new partner. They expected this deal to be announced at the Super Bowl. Well, it's July 22nd, yeah, and they still haven't announced it. We've heard reports about it. We've heard that Apple's the front runner, could be as much as $3 billion a year. Sports Business Journal is asking the question now. They said they expected the Sunday ticket rights to be completed by the Super Bowl. We're in mid-July now, and they're speculating. Are they not going well? Are these talks not going well? All these reports that they're going to get $3 billion, are they overblown? Are they not finding really any interested takers like they thought? Could be that. Maybe, though, it's that talks are going so well right? that these entities like Apple or Amazon, whoever's in on this, are just sort of bidding against each other, constantly driving up the price, and the NFL saying, well, no rush, we'll wait while you keep bidding money. Yeah, I mean, it's not imperative that they get the... I mean, I've, it is imperative for those... Whatever entity's going to end up with it, they're going to want that out as quickly as possible. They're going to want to spend as much time promoting that they are the home of this, right? But right. other than that, they also want to make sure they get the deal. They want to make sure they land it. So they're all going to, I would assume, be fighting over it. I I would really be shocked if this is a thing where ultimately it just kind of ends up fizzling and the money isn't there, the market isn't there for it. I mean, I, if people are reading this as no one's really interested in that, based on what? You, I, it has to be what you're saying, that there's a bidding war for this, and that's why it's going back and forth constantly. And maybe the NFL is much more willing to entertain putting this on a non-satellite, non-cable product, a digital product, more so than they ever have been. These streamers are so desperate to get in the NFL business. I mean, you saw what Amazon did just to get one Thursday night game sure. and the amount of money that they spent. You can't tell me that Apple and Amazon, whoever else, uh, ESPN Plus, they're not bending over backwards trying to get Sunday ticket. You oh. can't tell me there's no interest there. I, I would be, I'd be shocked if there's no interest. And I would, I would be shocked if anything that the NFL does doesn't get a record number from what it previously got because that's just been the trend with yeah. everything they put out I there mean, from a media standpoint. There may be a bubble to this. We may look back five, ten years and these streamers... You know, if they're even still in business, some of them say, wow, we spent a lot of money on sports, but it's shown in our research that's not helping our bottom line, so we're right. just going to cut back. But that's not now. No, right now they're still very much in the live sports is king, and we need to get as much as we can over on these streaming networks. Ben Roethlisberger admits that no one really wanted him to play last season. Well, one person wanted him to play. He was talking to the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. He said that uh, Kevin Colbert, their general manager... He retired this year, didn't he? I think that's right. He was the GM yeah. last year. Really didn't want him to come back. Okay. And he said Mike Tomlin was iffy. Art Rooney wanted him to come back, and so he came back. He said it was mostly Kevin. He was ready to move on, not wanting him back. I think Mike Tomlin was a little ready to move on, but I think he was okay with me coming back. I think Mr. Rooney really wanted me to come back last year to play. He says, I thought I went out on my own terms. I never wanted to stay too long. I know some people might think that I did. But I thought I played pretty well last year, to be honest. My arm feels like I could still go out there and play. I'm pretty confident I could still play. But it's every day. It's mental. Not having to prepare for camp and the season has been the biggest blessing for me. I'm fine with where everything is. Where I'm at with everything. So basically what he's saying is uh, 
I still physically could noodle arm my way through another season, but mentally I don't feel up to it. I'm and, sure his arm does feel good. And his, look, if we were playing like touch football and no one could touch him, yeah, he right. could just stand back there and there's no one rushing him and he can just stand in the pocket and make... I'm sure he could make throws that would make your jaw drop. Of course. Even at yeah. his age. Right. But it's not just about that. No, it's not. And I, I don't... I don't think for a second that if he were to go out there and play this year, which he's not saying that, I'm just pointing out that if he were to go out and play this year, they're not in a better spot because of it. You need to be worried about your future. You need to figure out what the future is for your team. You can't do that if you're still hanging on to this guy. So it makes sense that the owner may have said, I really want him to stick around because I have an affinity for this player. He did a lot for us. I don't want him to go out on a bad term. I get it. I understand. But also, if everyone else who's your football people that you pay to be knowledgeable about this are saying, yeah, it's not going to work, Ralph, if we do this, you should probably listen to them. I think I have a way for you to completely divorce your team. What do you mean? So Deshaun Watson gets suspended oh, I, for the entire season. I already season. know. Jacoby Brissett goes out there. Yeah. And he either gets hurt or he's terrible. And meanwhile, there's a guy curling crawlers over I, on the I'm, sideline just, just saying, saying, I'm ready to eat. Do you, do you place a phone call? To Big Ben? If he says, I'm, I'll tell you what, my arm feels pretty good. Well, I, don't, I mean, the only reason that Browns fans ever used to have against the guy wasn't that he wasn't a good player. It was that he was a dirtbag because of these accusations that were made well, against him. Well, and so, he, he played against a team that frequently beat you. Well, yeah, but... Played for told, team, wouldn't, you, team. wouldn't you want that guy on your team and not have him on the other team? The always answer, the answer always from Browns fans was like, "I wouldn't want a guy like that on my team, scumbag." All right, well, well yeah, but now you sign up for ultimate scumbag. So you're also what do you talking care? about the good version of that guy. I know now you get the old, weird, fat version of that guy. Yeah, but you also get the reformed version so of that guy. So you would welcome him in? Oh, I wouldn't You'd say, "Come on in." I'm Big saying ben. any Browns fan who wants to be consistent on Deshaun Watson would have to say, "Please, Big Ben, come on down." Would and you help give us out. him a complimentary electric conveyance vehicle? I would give him any conveyance that he requires. To make it happen. Sure. I Actually, I'd love to see the Haslam sit there shaking his hand and talking about how proud they are to have Ben Roethlisberger on the team and then watch him go throw three picks and, you know, yes, be 350 pounds immediately after you get signed. Tool of the week is coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident blocking the center lane of 670 westbound before I-71. Traffic is bumper to bumper in this area. Please use caution as cars swerve to avoid this. You'll also find an accident blocking the left lane of I-70 downtown split westbound at US-23. Traffic is slow here as well. This traffic report is sponsored by Gusto. Gusto doesn't build robots or teach spin classes. Gusto supports the people who do. With happier paydays, health insurance, hiring, you name it. Gusto does payroll benefits and so much more for people who do incredible things. Learn more at Gusto.com. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Common Man and T-Bone present 
Toll of the Week. Sponsored by the Lion's Den. The best tool, according to us, gets a $50 gift card to Conrad's, the Buckeye State Store, located at Easton Gateway or ConradsOSU.com. Bone, are you ready? I am ready. Uh, meat sweats, says my guys. Well, I don't like Facebook. My tools of the week are the people who lollygag in parking lots, lollygag down store aisles, lollygag on the road, and especially the ones that lollygag in the passing lane on the highway. You know what that makes them? lollygaggers mm-hmm. slash tools well that's the thing i don't understand you go to the store are you trying to stay in the store or are you trying to get out of there i'm when i get into a store mostly usually trying to get done with whatever i went into the store for so i could get home i never understand the people just kind of pushing their cart around browsing like go in there get what you need get out jan says the tools of the week are bone and common man for only having one non-sports show a year this show is fantastic and should happen at least once a quarter minimum find a way to get it done and give the fans what we want teddy we blame you as well hashtag gth that's fine we'll take it uh stark's gourmet wife says my bent carrots i'm not quite sure why i'm here or what i'm doing (laughs) my tools of the week are both of you for trying to kill off former osu players hashtag let them live hashtag common man killed bo shembeckler totally fair uh abigail says my tool of the week is my fiance and listener listener quentin who decided not to pay for movers and then stood at the top of the stairs and watched as i was pulled down our basement steps by a dolly which had an armoire on it that I wanted movers to move. Oh, no. Face down, ass up, had a new meaning that day. (laughs) Thank you, Abigail. Uh, Woody Page says, my guys. I can't stand Ohio State. My tool of the week has to be the family next to us on the beach. I'm on vacation in Florida, and a family next to us starts spraying sunscreen in the direct path of our chairs, coating our drinks and eyeballs in stingy FPF, SPF. Truly amazing how some people can still be so unaware. Hashtag GTH. I'm like, whenever we have to, because we have kids, we have to use the spray stuff quite a bit. I'm always trying to like get away from everything. I take them, I like feel like into the middle of the street just to put that on there so no one's around. And then we have to dodge cars. I don't know why people think it's acceptable to do that right next to somebody. Vinny Mustachio says, my guy. I want to kiss you. Tool of the week is my six-month-old son for mastering the 2 a.m. fake cry. His new favorite thing is to get me out of bed, just to smile in my face and go back to sleep 10 minutes later. Not Mm. cool, man. Hashtag GTH. Not fun. Uh, Jason says, my tool of the week is the guy that sits behind the guy going 10 miles an hour under the speed limit for miles and doesn't pass them even when there's the dashed middle line. Yeah, I've all been there. Uh, Yes, there's a lot of these that I'm just nodding in approval today. Uh, Eric says, my guys. The great coaches that we have at Michigan. My tool of the week is my friend Colin. He always told me he wanted to get married at the courthouse. Now he's having a huge reception after the courthouse wedding. Mm. Kind of defeats the purpose of a small courthouse wedding. Hashtag this dude is that dude. <laughs> That's a good, good reference there. Well done. Uh, Drew says, my guys. Absolute drunken orgies. My tools of the week are the elitist Canadian, especially Toronto media. For continuing to dra- trash Johnny Hockey in the city of Columbus for not picking a tena- Canadian-based team. Y'all haven't won a cup since 1993. Focus on that. Go to hell. Uh-huh. Will 
says, my tool of the week is heat lightning for not being real. I, dude, my girlfriend and I were watching the lightning in the sky the other night thinking it was heat lightning. It got me thinking, how does heat lightning work? Turns out it's not real, just lightning far away. My whole life is a lie. All right, here's what I don't understand. I didn't know it wasn't real. Well, okay, I saw the heat lightning that he's referring to. Like, I saw that because I'm north of the city. And I saw that and said, I've never seen anything like that. It literally looked like a strobe light. I watched it for five minutes straight. It did not stop. It was not like one and then another. I mean, it was just like boom, 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 constant. No noise. Then I saw people like from Grove City posting videos of it. And they didn't have, they, it was from the opposite angle. I saw it and they had no noise. Who got the lightning? Because it was between Marysville and Grove City where there were just people. Because I saw people in Columbus posting it too saying, wow, look at this light show we're getting. Game show, game show sweeping the nation. Who got the lightning? Who got the lightning? Where was the lightning? Because I didn't even hear it. I didn't hear a thing. Chet Hanks says, my guys. Oh, yes. My tool's my dentist for putting them tools in my mouth. Bro, what you even doing in there? I want to see receipts. Then they'd be asking them questions when they got them tools in there. Like, bro, just clean them teeth and let's get on with it. Hashtag anti-dentite. <laughs> my guy, Chet Hanks. Good job. Uh, Cody says, my guy. Oh, my! My tool of the week is the most obvious, Pat Narduzzi. Mm. I mean, this guy is ridiculously douchey. If he go early, thinks he would be getting anything other than a Northwestern in this conference is laughable. Well, whatever. Something he said made sense. I think, yeah, maybe a typo there. Uh, our guy Richard Marks, who is out of his mind, says, my guys. <laughs> Happy Friday, my dudes. My tool of the week is both the Home Run Derby and All-Star Game commentary crews. That was by far the worst commentary ever. I'd rather eat both man and bones toenails than ever listen to that garbage again. Good news. We've just clipped a new batch. Mine we'll are extra them, cheesy. We'll send them your way. Extra cheesy. Yeah. Uh, hashtag saved the crew okay. is asking for glory hole. I'm not going to give it to him. Hello. I've accidentally painted a, a gentleman's sausage on a storm drain. I am my tool of the week. Fixed mower after engine locked up but forgot to tighten all the top screws. One became loose due to the vibration and fell into the mower. Oh, no. I heard a loud bang from the engine. Yep. Two broke for a new one. Oh, no. Tool of the week. That sucks. You try to do the right thing by fixing it yourself, and you did fix it, except you just didn't do the little... Th that kills me. When I've done something around the house and I screw it up, and then it's like, oh, I guess you don't know how to do that. It's like, no, I do. I just did. You're too lazy do, to do it. I did the dumb little thing wrong. Not the big important part. I got that right. And then I screwed up the little thing that messed it all up. Porterhouse says, I work at a local steakhouse. And my tool of the week is the guy who walked out on his bill Wednesday night. Oh, what a tool. Oh, do that. Chip Dip mm -hmm. says, my guys. That was all about Cox. Fletcher Cox. I'm the tool of the week for making myself a huge plate of nachos. My stomach was bursting, and then I made even more. At least my toots smell like Doritos. <laughs> All right. I mean, good for you. All right, pick a winner. What do you got? Uh, I'm going to go with the guy who called out his buddy for saying he wanted a small wedding at the courthouse and then had a gigantic reception. Reception. So who he had that? the small wedding. 
Yeah, or he's going to, and then he had a huge reception afterward that kind of defeats the purpose of the small, intimate, or not even intimate, just Who a small that, ceremony. Teddy? It was Colin's wedding, is what I remember. It was I don't remember. Eric. Eric wins. Congratulations. There you go, Eric. Eric gets a $50 gift card to Conrad's. Hey, don't forget, today is the last day for the Man and Bone World Tour shirts. They go off sale tonight at midnight. Gone forever. They're never coming back. Get yours now if you want it. 971thefan.com slash Man and Bone World Tour. Back page coming up. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for a serious accident blocking the two left lanes of I-70 downtown split westbound at US-23. Traffic is stop and go from the 71 East split in this area. Keep an eye out for the emergency crews that remain on scene and plan on some heavy backups in the meantime. This traffic report is sponsored by Staples Store. Staples is your one-stop travel prep destination. Right now, when you purchase any travel service like passport photos, you can get 25% off your purchase. In-store only offer ends on the 31st. See staples.com slash travel for details and exclusions. Get travel ready at Staples, the working and learning store. Only an array with fan traffic oh hello i was talking to my annoying friend duchess kumquat she was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and lord beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola they were so hot and sweaty it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Buckeye Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, the fine host of the Buckeyes show, your friend and mine, Timmy Hall. Hello, Timmy. Oh, you guys. Bone Man, little uh, Buckeye show on location tonight. How we doing? You are out at Huntington Park tonight for the Cardale Jones Celebrity Softball Game. Now, are you do Matt Andrews going to do play-by-play, right? Yeah, but like, like I was telling you guys before, I might try to steal an inning from him at some point in time. He'll you think I can plenty. do that? Yeah, oh, yeah there he is. Yep. Yeah. He may just yeah, walk is... off. <laughs> you I, think so? I'm, I'm ready to go home, really. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't even made it to the start of the broadcast. I love how the broadcast hasn't even started yet, and Matt is grumpy and wants to go home. No, we're going to have a great time. It's going to be an awesome night. It's warm, I will say that. Are you in a, a booth, night. or are you on the field? We are right here about 25 feet back and left from home plate. It's a really good vantage point to have some fun here. We wanted to have the gate close by so you know we could get a lot of these Buckeye football players on the headsets. So that's what listeners can expect. I've got Adam King from 10TV motioning at me right now, being his usual self, pretending like he's the biggest show in town. But uh, that's cool. Yeah, it's going to be a great night. And once the sun drops a little bit, the weather's going to be fantastic. There's tickets available, so if anybody is out and about, wants to hang out with us, come by the ballpark. Or, of course, if you can't make it, listen all night right here on the Buckeye Show. Ask, ask if Adam King can come by and do a Facebook Live while you're on the radio, because that's always a fun move by the 10TV sports guys when they drop that one on you. It's always good on a remote. He's messing I love with it. the phone right now. He's just, he's just trying to make sure he can get more stuff done uh, than Dom tonight. The MC tonight on field is one Dom to Barry. Perfect. Is that right? There you go. 
That's big time. You mm-hmm. guys enjoy the event tonight. Now, are you doing oh. a traditional show at the top of the hour? Yeah, so we're going to do the first couple of segments should be uh, O Traditional, and at about 6.30, a home run derby is going to get going. So I have uh, preloaded some Chris Berman sound drops, oh, and good. we might just go nuts with that. Back, 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 way back, gone. Have you worn a <laughs> short-sleeve dress shirt just like Chris Berman as well? Show off your we're- yellow pit stains? Chris Berman was what uh, four times the size of Tim Kirkjian <laughs> sitting on the other Wasn't side. Wasn't that photo ridiculous? That or that it whole was. that whole video is just so bizarre. How did they get so right? Uh, they're the same human Come now. On. Are they forget it? Forget about Eddie Lacy looking fat. What was going on there? I don't know He's what's gigantic. happening. I didn't actually take that as Berman being too big. I took that as Tim Kirkjian is ridiculously small. Like it's both it's on are him. true. Yeah, both are true. Both I think true. Berman really is double the size of Tim Kirkjian. He is. If you just put him at the right angle, but I, they made him look four times the size. Timmy, will you do me a favor? Because mm-hmm. I know Matt Andrews is too professional to do this, but if you right. get a home run call tonight, oh, you already know it's happening, buddy. Well, Bobby no, 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 no. I, over under at two and a half. I want something else. I don't want mm, doggies. Oh, okay. I don't want that. You did that for football. What okay. I'd like for a, a home run tonight is for you just to yell. Tarek El Musa. That's what I want from you. <laughs> Just done will you do done. that for me? Why did he leave, Christina? Flipper What's wrong flop? with him? Tarek El Musa! <laughs> <laughs> we got a little bat flip or flop. Tarek El Musa. <laughs> Very good. All I right, like Buckeye Show, and then Cardale Jones, Celebrity Softball Extravaganza. Top of the hour right here on The Fan. Back page. Let's do it. The Back Page. The Back Page. With Common Man and T-Bone. Sponsored by Care Heating and Cooling. When you need a company you can trust, call 1-800-COOLING. Bone. Well, man, Amazon is acquiring One Medical, which is a uh, giant healthcare provider for roughly $3.9 billion. They don't have enough. They don't own enough. That's what I want. I want to be able to go to my Amazon cart and be like, diabetes medication and heart surgery. Check out. Prime Day special. Prime Day special operation? (laughs) Right. I don't know about that one, but anyway, there you go. Now that's going to be part of the Amazon empire, so I'm sure nothing can go wrong with that. Uh, Top Gun Maverick remains a huge success, as is no shock to anyone. Paramount's supersonic blockbuster has now grossed $623.8 million in North America, that means it is topped the. It is now the ninth highest grossing movie in domestic box office history. It just passed the Avengers, who was at six hundred twenty three point three million dollars. Tommy's getting a hundred million of that. Yeah, he is. Let him live. Industry experts believe the movie has enough gas in the tank to eventually pass the titles in seventh and eighth place. Those would be little movies called Titanic and Jurassic World, which is really depressing to say that Jurassic World is. Did better than Titanic, but whatever. Anyway, uh, if you're wondering the top six, what they would have to cross past that, Star Wars The Force Awakens got $936.6 million, Avengers Endgame $858 million, Spider-Man No Way Home $804 million, Avatar $760 million, Black Panther $700 million, and Avengers Infinity War $678 million. A lot so, of superheroes. Lots yeah. of superheroes. That's right. And one movie about a plane. So Tom Cruise's movie continues to rise there. 
And I think this is a cool story. I've always heard good things about Bo Jackson, the human, or at least it seems like I've heard a lot of good stories. Maybe I'm missing something or forgotten something, but I saw this week that it had been revealed that uh, Bo Jackson donated to help cover, again, in a sad story here, funeral costs for the victims of the mass shooting at Robb Elementary School in Uvalde, Texas. So naturally, the media goes, well, that's very nice of him, but what did that have to do with him? Did he have a connection to that area, or was he? did he know people that lived there? Why does he have they, to have a connection? Why can't he just do it? He doesn't, and he didn't. Okay, uh, he good said, for him. Yeah, he said, I don't know if it's because I'm getting old. It's just not right for parents to have to bury their kids. It's just not right. I know every family uh, there probably works their butts off just to do what they do. The last thing they needed was to shell out thousands of dollars for something that should have never happened. So he went and flew down to Uvalde for three days after the shooting. He met with the governor there. He met with a bunch of local authorities and then donated $170,000 to cover the funeral expenses, which I figured, you know, on the way into the weekend, that is still a sad story, but it's good to see someone like Bo Jackson who has the means to do something, trying to do what he can to help out. I don't know that this, you know, helps going forward, right? But it helps those families well, try to start the healing process. It, and, it helps and it's in, such a hard thing. In that moment, I saw that J.J. Watt did something similar did you see what he did no but that's great so somebody somebody added him on their mentions and said hey my grandfather died unexpectedly and we need to raise money to pay for his funeral i'm selling an at jj watt pair of shoes oh, and gotcha. at jj watt t-shirt twenty dollars or thirty dollars is what they were asking for it yeah and he responded and said please don't sell your stuff i'll take care of the funeral oh wow that's great and this is this is what I'd like to believe when you see people making all this money in sports. I'd like to believe there's chances for people to go and do stuff like that. So hopefully more athletes will take advantage and help do that when they can. Buckeye Show's coming up next. Then it's the Cardell Jones charity softball game. It's either going to be really great on the radio or really terrible on the radio. <laughs> And Which that's still what means makes it, it will really be really great. great. Yeah. So please do listen tonight. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you Monday. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for a serious accident blocking the two left lanes of I-70 downtown split westbound at US-23. Traffic is stop and go from the 71 East split in this area. Keep an eye out for the emergency crews on scene and an accident on 670 westbound before I-71. Traffic is slow from Leonard Avenue. This traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options to help the customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic. I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. The Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com. WBNSFM, HD1 Columbus, The Fan. Hey, Common Man here. I know what you're thinking. This guy again. But we have some special bonus stuff for you. 
Sponsored, of course, by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. One is angry, the other one is bald. What do you think I mean, bald? Bald! Bald, bald! Here's man and bone. I want to point something out. All right. I, too, would be bald if I don't if I didn't take these pills every single day. <laughs> I've been taking the Propecia pills or whatever the generic is called now yeah. for almost 20 years. It's called Amateur Pecia. <laughs> hey. I had to think about it for a second. Good job. <laughs> and I'm so terrified that if I stop taking these pills, like my hair will just fall out in one day. All of it. Yeah. Well, it's funny because we were watching last night. I had the NBA games on and uh, ESPN. I'm trying to remember who was alongside uh, Richard Jefferson. I wanted, Richard I Jefferson. Yes. Uh, maybe, I don't remember. It's one of the bald guys that does ESPN broadcasts, whatever. And so Richard Jefferson is obviously shaved head. This guy also shaved head, you know, probably trying to forestall the inevitable. And Melissa's like, wow, man, everybody's just, you know, out here not embracing their baldness. And I'm like, "You're I, I too shave. Like, I don't let it grow long. I don't have like the, you know, coconut with a, Hulu skirt I think you on should. it. Like, no, I'm not going to do you that. You need a different look. And you can't shave it all the way. No, You I, can't be totally bald. You look like a clan member. Thanks. You, thanks. you would. I, you would look like a total I clan mean, member if you were totally bald. I would think you look like a clan member if you show up with a hood on. Like, that makes you... Yeah, but don't you just... Stop What am I now. supposed to do? I'm bald. Like, I just... You have that look to you. A fat white guy. There's bald. No, is there that are it? other white people who can pull it off. I'm just saying that that's not something you could pull off. I don't think. No, I have like shaved it all the way down. It's too much maintenance. That's I don't know if people realize that's a lot of shaving. That is you got to do it every day. Yeah, oh yeah, to get the to get the cue ball look. Yeah, like I have the stubble going, and sometimes it gets a little longer. That shave it back down, but the the cue ball polished dome thing. That's a whole nother level. Like of Stanley commitment. Tucci. Stanley Tucci is a white guy, but he can pull off the shaved head look without you looking at Stanley Tucci like, oh, he's going to burn a cross on somebody's lawn. But you're you, saying, I, I think you're people saying get the wrong impression. You would accuse me of it even though you know me and know I would never do right. something like that. I know, I know I've known you the, for years. That's bad. But I would just yell well, racist at you and run away. Well, I'm glad I don't shave my head all the way down then. Is it okay where it is now? Because oh, it's just fine wanna, now. Okay, good. I yeah, just want to make sure. like every other fat soccer yes, loving guy good. Right I, don't, I don't want to give off any vibes that are not accurate so good all right. a special thank you for consuming all the stupidity we can safely shove down your gullet come back for more podcast and again the podcast is sponsored by our friends because they pay us care heating and cooling call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust stop listening now the podcast is over turn it off go do something 